You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike, and over there we got Shane Diablo. What's up, my man? Hey, now. Dude, what's happening? Living the life, dude. Dream? Living. Good good or bad? Is, have things been going good for you? Uh, so-so, you know, just okay. every day. Every I hear day. you. Get, day by day, getting what I What I, I take it day by day. Yeah, okay. That's all I can do. That, that's all you can do, man. Yeah. And you know what? You're, you're going to be a stronger strong woman for it how are you doing weenie poo man what is going on with you i'm good i mean i <laughs> i've had a hell of a week yeah. with all sorts of fun family drama and stuff like that but you know what i'm not gonna let that ruin this shit you're gonna say save the drama for your mama save the drama for your mama folks That's but it. but the thing is is one good thing is is that none of my immediate family you know nothing's wrong like to that point but it's sure, just been an sure. extra stressful week but you know what i'll tell you what coming here to El Casa Diablo, and getting ready to talk about... You uh, take the good, you take the bad. You, you take, take them both, and there you have the facts of life, baby. That's right. You know, the That's facts right. of life this week, we're going to be talking about the 69 Eyes and their latest album? Yeah. Is that right? What is it? it? The last album, 2009, Back in Blood. Back in Blood, baby. And we're also going to be talking about 2009's The Loved Ones, but we got a lot of shit to talk about before we even get into that. You know what? And I'm going to start this out with okay. um, with, with an extra special user, uh, oh, sorry, user uh, listener art. Oh, shall, shall shall we go ahead? Oh we, yeah, let's I mean, hear we, that. We know, you know. Last week I tried to start getting the bone phone going, and you're all about the bone. I'm all phone. about the bone phone, baby. You want to hashtag that? You want to turn it into something really popular and huge? And you know what? It's starting to materialize because we had a great listener, Johnny Krug, who Krug. by the way had his 30th birthday this week, so he's he's oh, in the dude, old ball. Can I club. do my uh, dude? I literally made up my own, like you know, you say it's your birthday. Yeah, let's I, hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. Give me a give me a second because I really I've been thinking about this. I've been waiting for a good birthday. This is the best birthday to do it. Let's it's do my it. own birthday song. Let's it's hear real it. quick. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Happy birthday. Dude, that sounded like death clock. That's it. Many years ago today, something came out of your mother. That thing was you. Yeah. That was good, dude. That that was awesome beatboxing. I'm looking at the audacity here, and it just looks like a drum beat. And man, you're yeah. dude. You should go into beatboxing. Has anyone yeah. ever told like you that? Busy Mark. Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you dude, seen that on uh, Gabba so. Gabba Hey, where he teaches the Yo little... Gabba Gabba? Oh, is that what? Shit, yeah, Yo yeah, Gabba, buddy. Of course, I've seen beat. that. I'm all about the Yo Gabba. He teaches them how to beat. Dude. Okay. So, without further ado, oh, let's yeah. go ahead Johnny. and play. The next opus from Johnny Krug. Oh, sweet. Call me on the bone phone. Oh, baby, let me bone you. Call me on the bone phone. 
I just first off, let me just say this. Okay, being a you know a guy that recorded some music sure. once or twice. You you are you are a stalwart of the uh, of the of the community in that sense. That little jam right there was not recorded. Just hey, turn on Skype or whatever Audacity, yeah, and go. That has like layered vocals and oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely, That's like, dude. Take two, take three. Well, I hope everybody knows that Johnny Krug is, uh, you know, is a recording artist. Man, I mean, he, he's the yeah. shit. He has a whole, he has a whole album named Burning Tree. Yeah. That is kick ass. And he sent me a lot of his stuff, people. Listen, I'm going to go ahead he's and just looking. say. He's good looking. He loves horror. He's, he's, he should know Chris. Morrissey of Utah. You know he. They he, should get together. He reminds me a lot of Chris in. Uh, yeah, the Morrissey of Utah. Because he's just got all these talents just squirting out of. He is the Morrissey of Oklahoma City. Yeah, Morrissey of Oklahoma City. And we've got Morrissey. So there of Utah. you go. Well, I just want to say, Johnny, that was so awesome. <laughs> I love it. Would it be weird if I said that I listened to it like fifteen times? No. In fact, I almost made up my. Uh, almost made up my ringtone, but then I thought, Johnny did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was thinking, if I made it my ringtone and my my phone rings at work and I'm using the the facilities yeah. and whatnot, and I don't I don't know if that would have been fully appropriate. You mean the but, toilet? Yeah. Oh. If I was taking a shit. Oh, that yeah. would be the best time if someone's well, sitting in the stall next. Well, no, no, to no, no. What I'm saying is, if, if you're I in a left meeting it at my desk and you're beating your fist on the table, going, <laughs> and then it's boom, boom. Well, no, no. That what what I'm saying go. is, if I le- I, some, I don't really take my phone to take a shit a lot. So if I left it there and, you know, it's there for everyone to hear, it's like, you know, I don't know if that's work appropriate, but I'll tell you what, yeah, that is totally ringtone worthy. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, recording artists, that, that's a top 100 right there, baby. Yeah. So, that is Dude, can I just say something real please, quick? Please okay. do. Remember last episode we were talking about the White Castle and all yeah, that Yeah, we were. Shit. We were. And I said, have you tried those White Castle frozen burgers? Oh, and I hadn't, right? I tried them, dude. Oh, how were they? And they say down in the corner, one hundred percent beef. Uh huh. That is an absolute bullshit lie. <laughs> Why? They Why are, is it they're that? disgusting. Oh, really? The, the because frozen? because the ones from the fast food joints are freaking delicious. <sighs> dude, these are crap. Really? I mean, I was like, I <laughs> go into the store. I saw them. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna try them. Sure. I couldn't even finish the first one, one slider. You it is it? it is disgusting, really. And it's like, how can you put one hundred percent pure beef, really, on right there on the cover of the White Castle box? <laughs> because you're lying well, what was it like? What, did it seem like spam a little bit or Dude, something like a that? Seven Eleven hamburger or a Maverick hamburger uh-huh. is way more. Is closely related to 100% beef. Closer to that. Closer well, than this that. This was paste, dude. This is a really? lie. Wow. That doesn't, well, that's too bad. You know, we're I was going actually, to L.A. in April of next year. Yes, we are. And I got to be proven wrong on the White Castle because I'm thinking In-N-Out is garbage crap. Carl's Jr. is garbage crap. Mm-hmm. And White Castle is all garbage crap. All I got to say, man, is that every time I go to Indianapolis... 
and I've only been a couple times, but both times is and this is the only time I've ever had White Castle. It's really satiated my hunger for delicious sliders. And I'm not coming down on the Seven Eleven people. And, and by the way, they have a good a almost a McRib. Yeah, they do. That's pretty damn good. Well, and I have those microwave McRibs. And you love, that I love those, yeah. Yeah. Do you are they? They're not McDonald brand. No, right? you didn't. They're, they're you like, like they're a hungry Usana, man, you know, Swanson like a, hungry brand. Yeah. No, dude. But I'm telling you, the 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 rib McRib that I had. Uh, well, I don't think it's a McRib, but it's the same damn thing, pretty right. much without the pickles. Right, dude. Delicious. Yeah, exactly. It tasted great. The Swanson hungry man. Yeah, that's what I get, and I love them. The Swanson hungry man. I'm that's gonna check. I'm gonna. That's check what them I do. Out. I we get a box of those every time we go shopping, and. Uh, you know, I'll have one of those for lunch. And, and if you're writing the list, right? If you're writing mm-hmm. the grocery list, that's right up there with, okay, TP. No, no, no. They're so milk. good that I don't even need to have to write them on the list. I don't even have to remind my wife to get them. She that's love. Them. Yes. She absolutely. just goes, if well, we don't well, get think, these, <laughs> he, he's going to be in a piss. I think rage. what happens is she sees the pleasure on my face yeah. when I take a bite into one of those. And she's like, I want to make my husband Could happy. Could you do something for me? Sure. I want it. I want a video, just a quick little two minute, two not two minute, but like a thirty second video of you Eating listening one. to Bone Phone okay. and chewing on a. I could probably work that out for you. And you know what else I'm gonna do? I'm going to let my mustache grow out a little bit, so there'll be oh, some lip pubes. Dude. <laughs> Would you do that? Serious? I will. I will do that. Seriously, I will right. do that. In fact, tomorrow Exclusive. is shopping day. Because you so can we'll upload that. right to the group. Did you know that? Oh, you don't I have didn't to put that. it on YouTube or anything. You can, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. You can upload it right to the group. Okay. All right, we'll do it. You you know what? You have my word, sir. Bone you have my word. With a McRib sandwich. Call me on the bone phone. Bone phone. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of bone phone, real quick, I just want to say we've had, there's been some controversy about how I use the term bone phone. I just want to throw something out there, okay? Right. Bone phone, the term cannot be corralled into one definition. Okay? Right. As long as it's used as some kind of sexual reference, you know, uh, that's all you have to do. That's all you have to use it. You know what? Listen, I mean, I mean, how many, how many different ways can you use this? Listen, I'm going to, I'm going to let her call me on the bone phone. I'm going to ask her to speak right into the bone phone. See where can I you talk louder into the bone phone, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I, see where I was going with it. And I do not want to corral it sure. whatsoever. No. I'm just saying from, my definition of it was like the booty call phone. Sure, dude. Call me on the bone and that, phone. That works perfectly. I mean, that, I have but no problem. Again, with that. it's wide open to anything. We will not corral that term. That term is universal. It's kind of like the F word, how you can use it in so many times. Right. Except for the only difference is, is the F word, you can use it as an, just a, uh, you know, an exclamation. Whereas the bone phone always has something to do with a wiener. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Call me ha- on the bone phone. Hashtag nervous boner. Hashtag bone phone. Oh, and I need to put some more uh, t-shirts. Oh, by the way, I want to thank everybody who's who's uh, purchased uh, t-shirts from our store. We've had actually quite a few. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we really appreciate it. Like we said, we're not making a ton of money off of it. But I'll tell you what, we're going to be able to pay for hosting for uh, probably nice. four more months. You know? That's the way you do it. We, we've had we've had quite a few purchases from there, and we're going to have more designs and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's a, a a guy here in Salt Lake City that's a little known for his artistic ability. However, he's kind of an underground guy. His name's Shane Diablo. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he made he, he made a 
a design for a t-shirt that I still have to put up, but I'm going to yeah. do it this week. And oh, you're going to put that up? And I'm going to put it up. I, I, you, I wanted your blessing like the Godfather. I sat mm-hmm. it over going, what do you think of that? Yeah, and I took a look at it, and I'm like, you know, you come to me on this day, this day of my daughter's wedding. This day of my daughter's birth. Right. And, you know, and, and, and so, but there's going to be two versions of it. One version that says something about nervous boner, and the other version is what I like to call work friendly. So, cause and I want to wear it. I don't, I, I don't think I can get away with wearing a nervous boner thing. Like I have this die, I have this beautiful die monster die t-shirt. And I was just right noticing now. how sweet that looks. That's through the same company the, that the, does. I actually bought it through the company that, that, uh, cause that looks yeah. really clean and good. I wore, I, this is the type of shirt I wear to work every day. Yeah. And it's like, I just can't, I just can't have like nervous boner words on there, but I want to, I want to wear shit like that to work. So. But I like that you're given the, you know, the unrated version. Exactly. And then the, I, I should be a DVD marketeer. Yeah. Because that, well, that's just how it you goes. you can. <laughs> oh, dude. You're so, still a young man. Oh, man. I wish that were, I wish that were true. But, uh, I wanted to remind everybody of the Dirty Limerick contest. We've actually got a handful of Dirty Limericks and they're pretty damn really? funny. Yeah. They're pretty funny. Uh, but there's still plenty of time. What did we say? We're going to keep till we have 20. And then, uh, you know, then we're going to send them off to the Irish guy who, or the Northern Irish guy who doesn't even know about this yet because I'd never bothered to bring it up. And he's going to judge. You know, I figure he's a Limerick aficionado coming from of the, course. from the, the from Darby the, uh, O'Gill and all that shit. Well, yeah, but it's a long story about uh, his, his, uh, you know, the, the North in this, in the, in the regular Ireland. And I don't want to get into it because it's a bummer, dude. Oh, yeah. All okay. right. And, well. and plus he's pretty militant, but. Um, let's see. I wanted to, uh, also mention one thing and you got, and I forwarded this to you too. We got an email from doc horror. Yeah. From Zombina and the skeletons. Exactly, dude. That dude. was cool. And I just want to say, Hey man, thanks for listening. If I don't, I don't know if you're still going to listen to this one since we're not talking about your album, but I'll tell you what, it was pretty cool to hear that you, uh, that you took the time to listen to it. And I'm kind of glad we, I liked it. Well, yeah. It's <laughs> always good. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I'll take a call from, I don't know, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, yeah. Or anyone, really. Well, these guys are the Ozzy Osbournes of Liverpool, right? Oh, wait. Ozzy Osbourne's the Ozzy Osbourne of Liverpool. Yeah. Except for he's not from But I'm just saying, anyone, you know, it's like the good, the bad, any. Or the undead? Any, any, uh, the good. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I got you there. I'm just saying, anybody that, that can say, hey, you guys are a bunch of horses' asses. Yeah. And you have it completely wrong. Love Rob Zombie. Sure, we'll take that too. I I will take that. It's funny because uh, I just want to read the first part. He, um, you know, and and I I don't want to read the part where he's all nice to us. I want to read the first part where he's he's kind of a douche about it. Like I'm I'm faking you right now. Okay. Uh, So wait, do it like Doc Horror from Liverpool. Good morning. Hello, fellas. I recently enjoyed that podcast, although I can't believe I sat through the whole thing. How long was that? Like five hours long? Uh, it was three hours barely. Okay, yeah. now don't we just don't, three. We don't need hyperbole. Okay, Doctor Zombie or what? What? No, Mister Mister Zombie. Doc Horror. Doc Horror. Gosh dang, why they call him Mister Zombie? But anyways, I just I just wanted to say thanks thanks for emailing that that meant a lot to because us. we can't all be Zombina. We can't all be Zombina. <laughs> Anyhow, man. Uh, so listen, we got of course uh, just like usual. We've got a handful of. Uh, voicemails and i think that maybe we should get on into those 
Um, let's remind you guys of what the the question of the episode was. Um, some of the some of us may be known as the horror, the quote unquote horror guy or gal in some of the circles that we run in. Um, how do you justify that, or you know, how do you how do you uh, um, respond to the haters? I guess is 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 the answer. That sounds um, good to that. So uh, so how so how do you do that? But anyways, let's uh, go ahead and get into some voicemails. What do you say? Nice. Hey, kids, it's Darian, the Padded Room Podcast. Dude. Hey, man, I don't have to justify me liking horror films to anybody. I hear you, You know buddy. what I mean? Oh. They don't like them, it's their problem. I'm not going to list reasons why I should or shouldn't like them. All right. All right. Uh, Mike, there. I'm with you 100% on the stupid people at the movie theater. Oh, dude. I mean, I know stuff is funny, but is is it really that funny? You know what I mean? Really gonna laugh that loud over uh, somebody tripping on a banana peel or some shit like that? That's a good way to fix it, though. What you do is, whenever you catch this happening, you laugh loud and obnoxiously, and then as soon as you're done, you immediately state why you were laughing. Yeah. Now, if you're with your significant other when you're doing this, it's probably gonna get you slapped. That happens. I've been slapped. That's okay though. You're doing a public service. Absolutely. Give you an example. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> Will Smith told Tommy Lee Jones he makes this look good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen yeah, to that. Two or three times before you're asked to leave. But you'll oh, notice great, that when you dude. do that, people around you won't laugh as loud because they'll start to realize that what they're laughing at is dumb. Yeah. Well, and if that doesn't work, you can always just fart. Yeah. Either oh, yeah, way, yeah. it'll shut them up pretty fast. Anyway, You're a wise guru. Sweet, dude. Dude, no, absolutely. Awesome. I was going to say that. Eat a big can of beans. Some, some, dude, uh, I don't need bush beans. beans. I don't need bush baked beans. Oh, roll that beautiful bean good. footage. I love, I love, are, bushes, I baked love beans, baked beans. <laughs> but you eat a big can of them, go in there and just, oh, dude, yeah. I, don't, I don't need baked oh, yeah. beans to be able to fart on command. Is that gross? Sorry, ladies. Uh, but it's true. Dude, you know, no, offense. but you got to be able to go. Yeah, at I mean, you maybe you've got more command than I do. Yeah, my yeah, I do. A can of baked beans it's really helps the situation. You, and the and the whole laughing and then saying that's funny. Dude. Oh, the line that's a great idea. I'm gonna try that actually. I went and saw Chernobyl Diaries. Yeah. Um, right. I, actually, I went and saw Chernobyl Diaries, and it was a really great experience, except for oh, only because I went on an early. God, what was it? I think it was on uh, Memorial Day, actually. I went early. I went like to the 1130 showing. Right. And there was only two other dudes in the whole thing. And they yeah. were both bald. They were both bald dudes. So there's three bald dudes in this so one. So you theater. were the guy that was thinking about getting up and going and sitting by him. Well, my problem is, is I'm wondering if it was some kind of a Back to the Future thing where I, you know, did some DeLorean shit and, could be. You know, and there was like three different, could be. you know, it was weird. Three bald dudes. But, uh, uh, no, there was one guy that was just laughing at all sorts of funny shit. And it was, it, it just kind of made me laugh how, how much fun he was having. Because listen, we are, we are brothers, Bob. I, I, you have a full head of hair. Sorry. Of course. Sorry, Shane. But you are not the, we're an exclusive club of awesome dudes, of bald guys. Oh, man. Bless okay. you for your, yeah. Yeah. You know what? And we have meetings bi-monthly. And you're not invited. I'm sorry. I don't want to be I'm sorry. invited. To well, that. I'm uh, that Dude, works out for both of us. Any then. moment, I could go. I think I'm going for dreadlocks. You could. And then six months you later, you know what the thing bam, is? Is dreadlocks. right now, I can't. I can't say. You know what? 
I'm going for dreadlocks. Actually, I could, but it would be like skullet dreadlocks. It'd be like uh, Gallagher dreadlocks. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you don't. We didn't. Although that would be bad. Like <laughs> to awesome the, to the freaking to bone. the bone. Yes, predator absolutely. style. <laughs> but <laughs> that's exactly right. I would just have to make sure to wear a hat at all times, and I, I would look if there's like there's anybody out there that's rocking the dreads. The lo- rocking the bald dreads. The, the bald dreads. The skeleton. That would be the, the skull I'd dreads. Like to see that. Man, you just gave me a purpose in life. Actually. I think no, I might you're, try No, that. no, 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 no. I'm not going to take you off this path. Your purpose in life is that video of bone phone on your, on your rocking some bone phone. That's, that's a great point. And the sandwich. That is oh, your purpose. The, the, egg, is, the egg sandwich. Let me, let me. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm talking about your deal that you said earlier in this episode oh. about eating the Mc, uh, McRib oh, sandwich oh, yeah, yeah, and bone yeah, yeah. phone. Oh, sorry. That's going to be recorded this week. My bad. I will do that. In fact, I will this do that. This week. I will, I will hook up a whole like tripod and stuff and I'll be like, let me tell you something like about the bone phone. And- <laughs> no. <laughs> let me tell you something about the bone phone song though. Honestly, it has been stuck in my head. I had, I've been like singing that in, I, I mean, I don't know. I probably said this a hundred times on the, on the show, but at work, I share an office with one other guy and we're working on the same project. So we do that so we can collaborate. It's like, Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, you know, right. hey, we got synergy going on. But this whole last week, I've been like, Call me on the bone phone. Is he just like, shut up? Yeah, he's like, what the fudge is that, dude? Yeah. You know, you know what's so funny is I sit there and drop the f bomb at work all the time in that office, but I can't bring myself to do it on this. What's wrong with me? What is wrong with me? It's work. I'll tell you what. What well, you know what the thing is is I okay. I love my dad. Love my dad. Okay, right. we have a great, we have a great relationship. Um, you know, real, real, really into sports together, stuff like that. Right. But one thing I cannot stand that he says is like, you know, people who curse are only do that because they they're not smart enough to come up with other words to to. My uh, grandpa used themselves. to say, anyone that has a mustache is just too lazy to shave it. Oh, well, okay. So it's the same type of thing. It's that same. But kind of- but let me tell you something. Being able to swear and to cuss and to, you know, drop F-bombs at work and stuff like that, it really de-stresses me. Yeah. Okay? That's what but, it's but about. But the thing it's is, is what I think here, the, I think know, that flow. I'm so, like, chilling here that it's, did I say chilling? I'm really hip and happening. But. Well, you like uh, Steelheart and Limp biscuit. And I'll never let you. Never let you. Look, as long as you're not releasing all over, like, the floor or the chair or anything i keep it in my pants i keep it in my pants relax how how in the hell did we get on this i don't i don't know know. how we next call anyways wolfman (laughs) in case shane's wondering gary and the pacemakers or jerry and the pacemakers whichever it was that was uh fairy cross the mercy among a few others for the songs from them uh if here's the wolfman calling in uh, this time, not going to be interrupted before I managed to hang up the phone. I was not actually at a drive through That was, uh, well, let's just say that was the wolf mom climbing into the car. As I made a call. Well, we had the wolf mom going on. Sweet, that's even better. Are you giving your order to her? Um, mom, I'd like some biscuits and cookies for the basement. Regarding the question of the week, what do you do if you're the guy with mom, the... Meatloaf. <laughs> or fanaticism, and you're trying to explain it. Well, 
It depends on how you're being called on it. Right, I agree. If you're being called on it by people saying that horror is crap or something like that, I just point out that the large number of authors and filmmakers who have made true classics in the genre, and I ask them when the last time was that they watched uh, films from the 60s willingly and uh, basically compare the staying power of films like Rosemary's Baby or The Shining or... Dude, I know where he's going with this, and that's a great point, dude. I think I could remember that title. Uh, Basically, compare the staying power of a good horror flick to the staying power of most other flicks, and the horror flicks tend to work out better for some reason. Absolutely. As for them talking about box offices and trying to make an argument that horror sucks because nobody else watches it, well, but for that, I just have to point out that Transformers 2 was the top box office film of its summer. Burn. And they usually shut up about that one. <laughs> Give that. And if they're wondering about the replica <laughs> of the box that I have sitting on my cube wall, well, I just tell them that's my retirement plan. <laughs> Anyways, I've been listening to Zombina lately. Oh, good. And glad you guys pointed her out because that's... It's a whole band. Some of the songs Doc's, there, yeah, they're Doc poppy, Som- but the pop sound works. Doc horror, Doc horror, holy types shit! Of lyrics that you get in there, right? And I don't know. That's just fun for me. It's Especially fun for since it means I can run the windows down and have the music on my at a reasonable volume and uh, a reasonable volume. Folks don't complain about it until they start listening too closely. Well, plus even then, I it's enjoy still doing fun. People some days. Um, Punk rock I uh, tried watching it, didn't get all the way t- through it, uh, just time constraint there. But uh, Ed Dean in general is a topic I could go on for a while about if I were in the mood to. And that guy because yeah. well, Ed Dean's got a lot of like horror him, I'm from Wisconsin. Unlike him, I'm not from that part of Wisconsin and not dealing with the issues that he had. The fun thing is, up until recently, he actually didn't even qualify as a full-out serial killer if you stopped and thought about it, because he didn't yeah, but have he, the requisite three But he wore people's faces. Belt. It's good enough for me. Yeah. the whole cannibalism, grave-robbing thing, that kind of made up for it. Yeah, he did exactly. deny the necrophilia up until his dying day, so... <laughs> Whether that was just That's having um, some you line get, that he didn't want you're to not tell anybody or just having some line corpse. he wouldn't cross, who knows? Um, anyways, <laughs> not too, too much to say there, but I am looking forward to next week's show, and I will talk to you guys later. Thanks, Wolfman. Have a good one. Bye. Wolfman and I had a fight about Chernobyl Diaries. Oh, I know, dude. You we didn't, didn't have a fight. Come, but you can't. We wait didn't a minute, you listen. can't start. Okay. You cannot. You're you're a instigator because no. you don't do a podcast and go so you lose. You lose. You lose. And then you get on the group and you're gonna. You know, it's no. it's a battle of minds. No, it's no, no, a no battle listen. Of, uh, listen, opinions. I don't want to battle. I don't want to battle Wolfman on anything because I mean, obviously he's a smart dude and he knows his shit, but. 
I just had a different perspective, and that's what it was all about. That that's it's what it was all about. Opinions and, and, and perspectives. And you're, and you're absolutely right. And you know what? My opinion is no more valid than anybody else's opinion, and I get that. I just went and saw Chernobyl Diaries. The ending was like, okay, that's pretty sweet to me, right. because I because I think that all Russians, uh, Soviets, uh, uh, regardless of whether they used to be the Soviets or now are currently Soviets, I think they're all weird. Okay, I think that all because of Ivan Drago. Okay, he was a bastard. There's some hot Russian uh, porn though. Well, dude, my brother-in-law, dude. And I don't want to. I don't want to give too much away about my brother-in-law, but uh, before he got married, he had a lot of Russian bride catalogs just to be funny. I'm you, oh dude. my gosh! And some of those chicks were not ugly. Just the Russian porn I've seen. I'm like, wow, that's hot. <laughs> I, hot. I I don't watch porn, sir. So not All to give right, enough, but, you know, about your uh, brother-in-law. But what's his social? Security numbers. Sure. I mean, Let's go ahead that. and give that out. That's uh five two eight two one. That's exactly what it is. But uh he actually uh just so everybody knows, he actually did not end up marrying a Russian bride. Well luckily. Which I'm shocked about because he's a worthless piece of shit, but whatever. Maybe okay? that would have changed things. You know, I'll tell you what though, if you're a worthless piece of shit and you can't seem to find like any ladies who like you, right? Call it the Russians, they'll they'll like anything. <laughs> no offense to you. Dude, Russian. Don't I try. Okay. Well, I, I, you're not a worthless piece of shit. Well, I'm just saying that I, I've I've navigated a couple. Of Listen, once once they once they make gay marriage legal in um in uh, Utah, I have a lot of uh, questions in my head. You if, know, because you know, me and you, I know. But you know, you know, I, if you know anything about me, I love catalogs. You do. <laughs> of all sorts. You, I see the stack of Sears catalogs from 1968 all the way through. Sears catalogs where I circled all my toys. Oh, I want that, and I want Let that. me ask you something you seriously, one dude. of them. This is not horror-related or even podcast-related. This is what related. you get for spilling paint in the garage. But did you used to jerk off to bra in the Sears catalog, the bra pictures? I No, I didn't, and here's the reason what? why. What? Here's the reason why. Okay. Cinemax oh, you always and Barbarella. Oh my gosh, Barbarella! What, what's it? Jane that Fonda's titties in there. Let I me went, tell you something oh about Jane Fonda. God, that was the. First I don't know time. what happened, but I hate that bitch now. But back in Barbarella, oh my gosh, she was not ugly, dude. Uh, that's the first time I went. Mostly for political reasons, though. Like I, I, I think I said this on a podcast uh-huh. before, but that was Barbarella for me. Was your was, awakening? It was my brain and my hand and my ding dong going. <laughs> I think we've got something here, Houston. We've made a contact. You know, something said. You know what? I think if I go in Grandma's bathroom right now, <laughs> and I just uh, furiously shake it around, <laughs> something magical is going to happen, dude. Uh, you know, I shouldn't even talk about it. Never. Mind. I'm not going to do. Serious, it. I'm not going to do it. That's, but that, that's great. Uh, <laughs> Grandpa had Cinemax. Grandma's oh, out of town. Dude, did you ever used to have to like tweak the tweak the settings on like the dirty channels to you know you know because it was my house fuzzy. Well, you had the bu- the 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 push buttons. Right, clonk, that that's what clonk, we used to have. Clonk. Yeah, it was like really if loud. You, if you hit like three of them at the same time, you might be able to get, get like this fuzzy picture of Porky's or something. Exactly. I'll tell you what, Porky's. Uh, for a uh, long time, when uh, when when like, oh, that when oh, that one dude was oh, putting his schlong through the girls' locker room, yeah. and you saw the nude ladies, that to me was the oh, the dude, epitome of naked ladiness. My and, mom, and then the Revenge of the Nerds. When me and my friends, Booger yelled, "We got Bush." Yeah. Me and my friends sitting out in in the living room watching <laughs> Porky's, and my mom in bed in the other room goes, "Turn that shit off." 
Ding. Oh, son of a... That's too bad. See, I would always go in the basement and really try to tweak the settings on no. the sh- on the shit. I know you, you know, do that all night. And then all of a sudden, it was great because in my house it was so squeaky growing up that you could tell when someone was walking. So I mean, I had like I had like thirty seconds before I'd get busted. So I mean, I could turn yeah, the stuff off. I'm you know, watching MTV. It's oh, well, we couldn't watch MTV. Oh, we could not right. watch MTV, dude. I'd be like, oh, but it'd be like two in the morning, and I'd and so you it, didn't get any Holland. I mean, early MTV just had like oh no no Holland no. Oaks. We had it. Kill the we radio had show. it. I just watched it when my parents weren't around. Right. So yeah, because I'm a badass. Okay. Yeah. So what did you watch? Uh, sports. 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 Dad. Sports. I'm down here watching. Sports. I love sports, and it wasn't the the swimsuit stuff. Trust me. God damn it, Dad. I'm watching sports down here. You know, here. I'll never forget the day that my dad caught me in the top bunk bed oh. with the sports with the with the sports illustrated swimsuit issue up there. And he said, Thank God. You know, no no no. He made fun of me for it. Oh, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna whack your schlong? You know, I don't I can't oh. remember exactly what he said, but he made fun of me for like jerking off, and that was all it was, you know, and it was yeah. like I felt so shamed, but he was laughing about it. So I thought, yeah, it's not that bad, I guess, if he's laughing. Yeah, see, the, the only thing that would have turned that whole thing around is he was like, son, beat it. I do. Beat it. You know, because that's all. I mean, really, it's like two different worlds. Back then, when we were growing up, yeah. we didn't talk about that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, no. Not at school or anything. No. Now no, the kid's no. like, I'm jerking it everywhere. You know, and, and it's funny. That's that's so true because I didn't dare to tell anybody I was doing that. Yeah. And like, I mean, I would lie straight to my friends' faces. Oh no, I don't do that. I remember that, this that, kid, that, that, and I'm gonna beep his last name, but his name was Matt Beckbeep. <laughs> and we were in the English class. He's like, you know, I I jerk off all the time, and I was like, how absurd! <laughs> I would never dude, believe that. Dude. And I'm like, I'm with you, bro. I'm dude. with you. In my eyes, I'm going, I'm with you, man. But I can't. But you were, but you were standing firm. Yeah. Uh, that's disgusting. This filthy pig over here. Dude, we were, we were reading the Count of Monte Cristo in junior high or something like that. And some kid was like, dude, if I was in jail that long, I'd be jerking off every day, like to the whole class. Ugh. He just said that. We were all, how dare you? How disgusting, sir. Throw him to the hall. Honestly, and during junior high, I'm surprised that my hand that, that I don't know if there was like a one hour period where my hand wasn't on my dick. Oh man! So remember I remember those high school boners. Oh like, shit! What's going you, on, man? Especially you look like over in at first little Tina, little <laughs> Tina Johnson or whatever, and you're like, oh, she's well, so hot, and you just God. Well, and you're sitting your, there in first period your white civics jeans, ca- just, class. Oh. You're, you're you know you got the teacher out there talking about civics, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, you know what I would do to to little yeah. Tina, I would put my erect penis in her vagina. You know, and that, yeah. that's all it was back yeah. then for me, you know. It was just like, you know, there wasn't any, like, whipping or shit like that. No, then. no, it was, it was just, just like, oh, lay on her naked. Yeah, lady. it's like we would we would massage each other's butts, and I would put my penis inside yeah. her vagina. You know, and, you know, you get this rager, and you'd be just be like, yeah. oh, I love it. And then the bell would ring, and you got to sit there, kind of wait for it to go down a little bit. <laughs> no. You no, don't want no, no, no. I always had to be the, like, whoa, what's up? Dude? Well, when I was in junior high, you know, we had like the, the backpacks were cool, but you could only put one. You could only put oh, yeah. one. So I always had the one thing, but it was always in front of me. Yeah. You know, so I was like, like I'm going to carry so this cover. out right down there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, man, that, that high school was, was half about learning about shit and half about learning how to hide your boner. Discovering the ladies is, oh. is what high school is about. Especially the first how year. How do you learn? 
biology and astronomy. Let me, let me and tell you something. Geology. Where's and the trilogy? La- la- trilogy. <laughs> All of those When's things. When's the last when time like, you've ever been in a place where there were so many prime mm-hmm. When was the last time that there was so much there waiting for you to pluck the 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 the, the, the petals from, you know? The grapes from the vine. No. It's and been a long horny time. As you are, oh dear. They're like, well, well, I'm, I'm plus, discovering it. Not too. only are they horny, but they don't know what the shit they're talking about. They're so like confused about life and hormones and shit like that. Yeah. It's like it's like, you know what? In order to solve this problem, you need to pull down your pants. But and that's you could, like ninth, tenth grade. By twelfth grade, you're like, I got I got a pretty good handle on this. Well, sure. But 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 tenth grade, I think, was my most uh awakening year. <laughs> Why are we talking about this on a horror podcast? But I'll tell you what, know. the ladies, like I said, there was there were so such great pickings at that time. Pickings, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, even in college, there weren't that many hot ladies. To me, yeah. at least, it's whatever. A different, it's a different world. Whatever. Plus, plus, college girls are all like uptight. Unless they, you're they living in just the like dorm, like Jake, you. you're living in the dorm. <laughs> if I was Jake, I'd be like chugging Robitussin. I'd be just like, I'd be like walking around with my giant schlong, like flapping on. Hey, baby, you like what you and see? And you carry a bottle with you. You're like, have you tried this? Robitussin cherry flavor tastes great. Let's what go the, watch a horror the, movie in the what dorm are we room. Doing? All right, yeah, let's we're gonna, move we're on. Gonna go ahead. Aaron, Next call. Aaron called. <laughs> hey, Mike and Shane, it's Aaron. I'm just going to get this out of the way at the start. I've given up on the last house on the left fan edit. Oh, bummer. I've tried, I don't know, oh. five different ways, so just kick me in the vagina now and get it over with. The vagina. I ripped the, the DVD-R and I split it into two parts. I still couldn't get it up anywhere. I what? split it into three parts. It still wasn't good enough. I can't put it up on YouTube. I signed up to Vimeo. I can't put it up there. I signed up to Rapid well, Share. Well, you need to get that to us. We'll figure that out. You get that to shared. us. I signed up to Email Media me. We'll Fire, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I've given up, basically. I'll give you an FTP server, so long. Dude. We'll, we'll figure this out. I haven't out. shot myself or anything. I just was busy trying to get this fan edit together yourself. and doing other edits, blah, blah, blah. I'll just stop bringing those up, so avoid the pain in the ass later. <laughs> I don't even remember what number it is, but the episode... 20, when I dude. talked about seeing Last House on the left and you guys oh. finding all your mags in uh, Farmington. Treehouse. Farmington, Basically, baby. the same thing happened to me. She know, was in, in Farmington today. In Canada. It's 50,000 people. You know, you walk to the end of the street and you can see the woods from there. Oh, yeah, I wasn't dude. there, but on that day, a bunch of my friends found a magazine out in the creek. I tell they you split what. Split up all the pictures. You know, you have this much, I'll have this third, and you have that. Oh, yeah. Me and my friend These were together around later, yeah. and the cops came up and asked us a bunch of stuff, and blah, 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 nothing crazy happened. But uh, when the cops were searching us, and they were taking all our stuff and going through our pockets, my best friend at the time, he still had some of those pictures <laughs> from the magazine in his pocket. It, oh, it couldn't have been any more perfect. It was a lady <laughs> nice. cop. Oh, nice. was going through his pockets that and found like a porno the, intro. the picture from the Pano mag. She unfolds it. She's like, oh, sick, and throws it on the hood of the car. This is unacceptable. So, in a way, I'm actually kind of glad I wasn't there. <laughs> they would have found that on me and think I'm some pedo. Ew, what? And the question what? for the episode, episode 20, have you ever you had like to that? justify your taste in horror to the Boom, normals? So Are you, I. quote, the horror guy? Yeah, pretty much my uh, whole life I've had to justify that. Horror and metal. You pretty much have to have a thick nice, skin dude. from just liking this stuff. Where I'm from, people are going to stare at you anyway just because you're wearing all black or they're just looking yeah. for a reason to make yeah. funny event, period. You know, it doesn't help that I'm wearing all black and I'm not talking to anybody. I'm wearing, you know, horror and metal shirts. I'm trying to explain who Autopsy is or your Evil Dead yeah. shirt or whatever. 
autopsy, I don't give a shit dude. Cause I've had a thick skin my whole life. You know, people calling me serial killer and the Columbine kid and all that in <laughs> nice, high school. Dude. Sure, everyone else went through that. Or maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm batshit crazy looking. People think they're waiting for Columbine 2 Electric Boogaloo to start, but no incidence. People ask how you can watch horror movies, and that's disgusting. And no, they get all freaked out because you're holding them at knife point, telling them to piss their pants. <laughs> oh! I'm watching horror movies since I was six. Listening to metal since I was 11. I don't even bother explaining myself to normals. I'm yeah. sure they don't want to hear about horror movies the same way I don't want to hear a bunch of women's talk about kitchen tiles for 20 minutes. I'm sure they don't want to hear no about... Shit. David Hesser, they could give less of a shit who Chris Reifert is. Nowadays, yep. I don't feel like I have anything to prove, so why even justify my taste if they don't like it, you know? They can fuck themselves with a barbed wire dildo. Wow, that's I remember harsh. I was trying to explain yeah, to one of my teachers mining. what Opeth was. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's kind of jazzy, and they've got beautiful clean stuff and folk influence and all that. They dude. do, you know, It's not your typical metal band at all. The second he heard metal, he got this disgusted look on his face like, yeah, you know, guy. I raped his sister I didn't even get halfway through explaining. He says, oh, if there's growls in it or that shit, I won't even listen to it. I'm not even going to give it a try. Screw that guy, And dude. Shane, you mentioned Monster House in that episode. I almost had my fucking nervous bone ripped through my pants when I heard oh. that. <laughs> that movie kicks ass. If it wasn't Love for it. Nick Cannon, I would have gave that movie a 10 out of 10. Keep up the good work, you uh, handsome oh, sons of bitches. Nick Cannon. And, uh, <laughs> he plays the I other that's cop. It, uh, bye. It's all right. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Cannon, I think he plays the, the the black cop that's with King of Queens in the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know who irritating. he is. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Dude, death metal is all about the growl. Oh, dude. And the thing is, is, is we're going to do Opeth next episode. We're going to do some switching up stuff because of our secret project right. that we're going to announce eventually, probably in the middle of June. Or, sorry, July. But, um, but. We're, so we're going to be swapping up some stuff. We're going to be doing Opeth for next episode, for next audio. E- wow, was that too much? For next episode. Next episode, Right, yeah. right. But I'm excited, Shane. I mean, I... And I I'm have serious. not heard Opeth, and I will not. I, I mean, not... I Spotify not I don't... I hope I, I hope What's I haven't... What's the name of the album we're going to do? Blackwater Park. Because in only... And the thing is, is picking like... Um, what, what's the best Opeth album is like picking which one of your kids are your favorite kids. They're yeah. all great or they're all shit. You know, they're all yeah, the same, whatever. There's, there's but there's the, the one that's always weird. Yeah, but, the, but the thing is, is what? it's like, I, anyways, that's a whole nother okay. podcast. I can yeah. get into yeah. that, but it's like, th- that's the first album I listened to and it blew me away. So I am totally stoked for Shane to hear that. I love the sound of that Blackwater park. I like the Blackwater sound of that. park, dude. Uh, let's see, so Lauren called in. Hey, Mike and Shane, it's Lauren. I figured, oh, um, there's no time like the present to step up to the bone phone. <laughs> so, um, Call me on the yeah, phone I phone. think I've talked a lot in the past about people, um, how to relate to people who are, are noobs or don't watch horror movies as much, and, uh, I think I've made my position pretty clear, um, Basically, I relate to it more because I've been injured a lot and broken a lot of bones and bloody yoga. And been in the hospital a lot, so <laughs> she seems healthy you know, as shit. Just, I like watching things I can relate to. Like she was talking um, about gluten free stuff, and uh, she's she's probably going to live to be like one hundred and seven. Um, gluten. No, I guess I, I, know what I appreciate is. John Glutenberg. Taken, you ever seen his taking the high road? Awesome. not judging people who watch romantic comedies. Yes, you are. I'm more along. Um, Along Shane's, I mean, we're I mean, more in Shane's camp there. Yeah! Where I'll just, you know, like, <laughs> slap you in the face and 
I won't date you and don't talk to me either. Well, not really. But anyway, but I'm more my wife, though. That's a problem. um, My wife's like that. And, um, yeah, even, um, even movies that, like, aren't stupid romantic comedies, um, but just normal quality movies, I haven't been able to watch too recently, because I kind of over-relate to those, and I'll get all mushy and cry, um, so, like, I I I was watching that, you know, the movie that, God, like, all East Coast punks love, um, Wings of Desire. I've never even heard um, of it. No. I'm like, not Nick an East Coast punk, though. And, um, Peter Falk is in it, and you know how I feel about Columbo. Columbo. So, that was, like, that would be, like, the only thing to keep me from losing my shit in between, but, um, goddamn, like, he's sitting, my ex is sitting up on the couch, I'm sitting on the floor, and I'm like, I'm just sneezing, and meanwhile, I'm like, <laughs> crying, and like, I oh, just allergies. <laughs> so, anyway, oh. um, this just takes too much out of me, it's emotionally exhausting. I totally, dude, I've, and, I've got a story um, after this thing. Yeah, so I've just been, so I've been sticking with the horror movies for the past, Good for like, you. God damn, like almost five years. Um, Dude, it's been like since 20 I stopped for me. watching normal movies, and I first, um, I really loved horror movies from the time I was a kid, and um, but it was, you know, like I said, like when I was stuck in the hospital, I'd be like, uh-huh. I'd have my little kid sketchbook and be drawing pictures of Freddy Krueger and like the Lost Boys. Nice. Take her um, out of the uh, and, uh, and to the nut so I don't think people um, <laughs> judge me as much because you can pretty much just like rain men out on them and go totally geek with um, with like your mad horror knowledge. And Absolutely. So, you know, I've done that a, too myself. A thinking woman. Not really. <laughs> they don't. But... <laughs> Um, she thinks a lot. She does. Okay, what else? Yeah, I I wanted to. Um, I wasn't willing to open up to, with um, open up too much to personal hitchhiking stories during last week's um, question. Until but the once, state once street Chris opened up thing? about yeah. him being thought that he was a trick hitchhiking, I figure <laughs> I can I can share a little more. Um, I've only hitchhiked in Italy because um, I'm too afraid of like serial killers here in the U.S. But. Um, <laughs> This, yeah, Italy time, is like a better place. It's like older dude is giving <laughs> me a ride up the hill to a CZ. Um, and he like put his hand on my knee at one point. Wow. So I was just like, oh, fuck. Fucking so the Italians. next um, stop. I don't want to be a dick. Like the next time we came to a you're stop. You're not ugly. Like, hop uh, out of the long, car. I was like, child. I'm just saying that, that happens. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> and um, yeah. And then the next time, a couple years later, I, I hitchhiked again. I was kind of desperate. I was trying to get to the World Equestrian Games site. And, and we love the horses. Um, even though Italy was hosting an international competition, they didn't bother to One of these days, you got to tell us why you lived um, in as far as Italy for so long. So I rode with, like, a really ancient dude in his tractor for a little bit, but <laughs> he was, like, decrepit, so I could have beat the shit out of him. That would have been awesome. That would have been really an awesome easily. story. Anyway, Glad to be the um, shit of this old that, guy. I'll probably I'll probably that. step up to the bone phone again later in the week. But um, great episode. All right, bye guys. Thanks. Let me tell you something. Okay, I got a little story. All over that, <laughs> Lauren on a on a tractor with an Italian <laughs> old immigrant. Why, yeah, we guy? need to know why you were in Italy for so right long. There. I mean, I just I'm curious. I mean, you don't need to you don't need to say it. You know, you don't need to call into the show. She but I'm curious as to why you were there for so long. Guy, 
Dude, let me tell you something. And this happened this week. I've had an emotional roller coaster of a week. Yes, you have. Some shit happened uh, last Saturday, actually. And it's just been dominating my week. Yes, of course. And like I said, I mean, it was some family stuff, but it didn't affect me directly. But it brought up some like weird emotions in me. So I'm at work and I, and, uh, um, I'm, you know, I'm alone in my office and whatever. And I watch this video, this TLC on YouTube, but it was a TLC video about this, about this girl who didn't, who, who, who was born without like, um, skull structure. So her face was like really like oh. jello ear. Well, it was just, it, it's just that it wasn't, it did, it was just looked really, really screwed up. Okay. And here, here, here was, I mean, and, and I'm a dad. I mean, I have three kids, obviously. I mean, people know that if they've been listening to this long enough. And the thing is, is it's like, there's nothing more important to me than my kids. Sure. I, I, I love them to death. Well, so I'm watching this video of this girl who's probably, you know, two years old, you know, so, I mean, she's actually younger than any of my kids are now, but, um, the way, you know, she's going through all this stuff and she actually was like just acting like a normal little two year old kid. Yeah. And I'm watching this video. I, I, I you know, I, I don't know. I can't remember the name of it or whatever because it was like Tuesday that I was doing this, but I actually started, I was watching this video at work in my office and I started to like tear up, dude. Yeah. Because it was, it, I was just, it was so heartbreaking that this normal little girl had to go through all this like medical stuff and deal with all this pain and stuff like that. And she just, you know, so I, I really just, I, I lost it, you know, and I'm just like, there's tears. I know you're starting to creep me out, dude. I'm so, like, sorry, man. Balling and sorry, shit. man. There's tears coming out this. I mean, I'm like uncontrollably. I mean, I wasn't like or anything like that, but I was like literally. I was like, I, my, there were tears coming out of my, uh, out of my the sides of my eyes, and they were rolling down my cheeks. And I'm watching that, and all of a sudden, I you know, someone knocks on the door, <laughs> you know, right. and I'm like, oh, oh, you know, so so I turn off the video, and I'm like, right. whatever. So I'll come in, you know. And it was so, apparently it was so obvious that I watched it. And then I made the person who came in watch the video and she, and she was like, yeah, that's pretty sad. But it's like, I hear you. I hear you, Lauren. Yeah. You know, yeah. it happens. That's, you know, and I don't need to, hear, Peter, I don't need to see Peter all that Falk stuff. makes everybody. Well, and the thing is, is it's bit. like, I get it. I don't really get sad about like, like relationship stuff, you know, but I do get sad when people are like, like overcoming the odds. Yeah. Like I watched a movie this week called the uh, gridiron gang. You know, it's a football movie about a bunch of guys who, you know, and the rock was the coach. He started this, this, you know, this like juvenile detention thing. Right. And I'll tell you what, man, it was really sad to me. And You're I like, taco, what are you doing, man? Yeah, you dropped the ball. And he's that, like, man, I don't like to play this kind of game. But, so it, but, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, the rock says, you better smell what I'm cooking, boy. <laughs> and then it turns the team around but and taco says, sir, I think you are a good guy. It's so too I'm much, man. Play it's too much for me. Best, uh, I, I mean, that I, I played football, man. Football means so much to me. And I just wonder how much it meant to these guys. And I hear you. I don't want to go. I don't want to get yeah. too, too personal anymore, but man, I'll, I know, dude. You're getting, I'm starting to see like watery eyes right now. Well, I don't want. No, you're not. <laughs> but I, I'll turn like, on that bone phone oh, again, oh. man. Let's get you really <laughs> yeah. weeping like a baby. No, let's do. Uh, you know, let's, I agree, man. Let's yeah, just do this. Let's, let's, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's rough, dude. It's rough. plus sports. I love sports. Sports, sports and movies. and little girls with no skulls. Oh my gosh! Don't even bring that up. It's just. I mean, you put I'm gonna, that combination we're just, we're gonna together. We're going to go ahead and, and uh, Jake the wow. Snake called. How about that, Jake? Hello, Mike and Shane. And it's a thing on. 
Yes, it is. It's uh, Jake the Snake trying to sneak pipe for the first time. Speak hey, pipe. He sounds a little different. Uh, he does. Okay, uh, it's more clear. Few things. Uh, question of the episode. Or am I the horror guy of my group? I hope you oh, are. Oh yeah, too. I'd say so. Good. I would yeah. say I am. <coughs> Easy. I mean, there. I've got other few friends. You would of my cough group less with all the robot testing you're dropping. Big horror fans and you know, a lot of casual ones too, but. You know, if you ever, like, need the name of, like, somebody who was in a certain movie, you know. You're like a Rain Man, uh, is what you you're saying. Want to know who the DP like, uh, of Nightmare Elm Street was? Okay, I, not really. But, yeah, I am the, like, ultra horror geek of my group. Dude, we are I mean, kindred all, spirits. All ones are, like, into stand-up comedy, video games, me, horror. Nice, dude. Yeah, uh, I just had dinner. So you guys are like the the mm. Breakfast Club. Shane, there's a comedy all, guy. There's say, a bite your tongue. A, horror uh, guy. A, man, you got some cojones for <laughs> what? You know, being able to watch the girl next door. Yeah. And then on the same day, record this episode with your <laughs> sense of humor still intact. No I mean, shit. When hey, I watch we, this movie, no shit, dude. I have a. Like, uh, <clears throat> Skype, hello, well, somebody just. Granted, it was late at night when day. I watched it, but <laughs> once the movie got over, I'm just like, and that, on that note, I'm going to bed. I'm with you, Jake. I'm with you, man. It's just been ruined for me. <laughs> I had to yeah, go punch you aside really a side of powerful beef film. Like Rocky. <laughs> Damn you, Netflix, for putting that in the slasher movie section. It's not a slasher movie. It is not slasher a slasher movie. Slasher movies are yeah, supposed true. to be fun. Oh. Jake, you're preaching to the choir, uh, buddy. Yeah, and also Shane. Yes, please watch Troll Two. Watch <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta work. Don't listen to it. Mike. Dude, it is a freaking awesome movie. <laughs> Dare One I day say, we'll record from, I give from this movie uh, Neil a bone saw. Wow. I, I mean, yeah, I know it's stupid. It I is. Know He's it giving is a bone saw to Troll movie. Two. That's Teach their own, bro. Fun about it. It is I fun. Mean, you have to. There's admit, a reason it is fun. the documentary is called "Best Worst Movie." Is that what? The- yes. Yeah, yes. 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 I was going to say something movie. about that. I just love everybody who is in it. Can I pause it? Deborah Reed. Pause the that. actress who played the. Uh, I've been really good about not pausing it. By the yeah, way, for this that's episode. our first. But but I gotta say that that um the. There are so many places here in in Salt Lake and whatever that uh, are like so steeped in Troll Two quote unquote um, mythos. Right. And uh, man, I'll tell you what I'm like. I said I'm gonna. I'm, I still have to take my daughter up to to Morgan into the Nilbach thing just to let her know. I don't know what there is to do up there. I doubt it. I hope there's a place. Probably to go fishing nothing. Or You'll show her an old building or something and go. I filmed that. Well, oh, we may- watched it, babe. We watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the building. And it's well, like, that don't look anything like it. But I'll, but I'll tell you what. Yeah, well, plus it's twenty. Plus years later, right. but but the thing is, is it's like I'm first of all I'm stoked that my daughter's into that type of thing, and she's stoked about that and whatever. But the second is, is I think we should embrace it, man. I sure. think we should embrace the, the the fact that it was filmed here by our by our our uh, I'm down our with city that. cohorts. You know, I, you know, we film a lot of horrible shit here. Yeah, we we really do. But I was gonna say, okay, so the best worst movie yeah. ever. Uh-huh. 
That documentary is about Troll 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I brought it up on streaming Netflix. Okay. And I was looking at the review. It didn't say anything about Troll 2. It just said, you know, people set out to make the worst movie ever. And whatever. Dude, just watch it. But there was it. no Troll is 2. That on, is it on so Netflix? So is it, is it actually yes. about it's Troll 2? It's only about Troll okay. 2. So right. watch it. Dude, wa- do me a favor. Watch it before next week, and we'll chat about it. How about that? Okay, let me... Sh- do I watch the best worst movie ever first or troll yeah, 2 uh, you know i don't know i I'll watch I, them both honestly i had never seen troll 2 until after i had seen best worst movie so there you go i'm gonna go with your route then. okay i'll awesome. watch the doc i'll watch it all in that same shot dude and you know what's funny is i bought i bought chocolates from some of the the the, the trolls some of the, the there's a bunch of dwarfs that I think it's actually had a big. They had a TV show. Yeah, they did. Did we talk about this? Chocolate midget or did whatever we? on uh, TLC. Because I think the, I thought I was talking about it polygamous. with Brian with the polygamist. What? No, we've never talked about. Okay, it, me and yeah, Brian were talking about. It. I think that went out of business or something. Which bums me. Which bums me out. To totally, it bums me out. But. Either way, you need to watch those two movies. And you'll, the funny thing is, is you'll see these people driving around. It's winter when they're filming and stuff like that. It's totally Salt Lake. Dude, if, if they wanted that show to last, they should have called it Chocolate Grasshoppers. <laughs> Dude, well, I, cause if, I think it was like called Short Chocolate or something. I don't remember what TLC. it was, but Brian was telling me it was all a big sham and it was all set up and, you know, it was supposed to be a quote all unquote reality show. Rea- well, I don't, I don't really watch reality anything. The only, the closest thing to reality shows I watch is like, uh, what was that? Like the swamp people or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, which is pretty, you know, which is different than, you know, than. Well, it's got gators in it. Dude. Sure. And that, and that's what I'm saying. And so the thing is, is I'm kind of bummed out if that's really out of business, but watch the movies. Here's sweet, sweet midget chocolate. I think that's what And it was show good was stuff. Called. And I'll tell you what, I mean, I don't want to get too personal, but I got that chocolate for my wife and I got laid that night. So there you go. So, so, so here's, uh, here's Jake finishing up. Which woman, the main, the goblin queen, Friends with her on Facebook. Really nice lady. <laughs> nice. She even wished me a happy birthday on my birthday. Oh, Jake, I'm sorry. Awesome. But yeah, Jane, I'd say definitely watch it. Maybe a future you, episode. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe if we did them both in tandem okay. for that well, one episode. Maybe. Uh, two minutes till we do a lot of cut off time, tandem, man. So that's fine. I got yeah. nothing else to say. Well, Jake, so, we appreciate you calling uh, I in, hope brother. This works. Mm, I will see. And it worked. Mm, bye-bye. No, Jake, so you I, sound sweet as a button. He does, dude. I'll tell you what. Better dude. than the phone. I'm you know, should, should, do you want to do that for an episode? But the best, worst movie and Troll 2, do you want to save that or what? Because sure, honestly, we can do but that. the thing is, is we are totally booked until here's what we do. Let's do it. Let me get a hold of the, uh, let me get a hold of the director of the best, worst movie. Okay. And we'll play a trailer and all this stuff for our secret project and okay. whatever. Oh, yeah. And, and we'll do that. And, and we'll do it for that, okay? That sounds Ooh, like a maybe. great idea. Jake, Ooh, oh, you are a genius. Dude, what do you think about doing a Dio album? He's kind of a troll, too. Dude, we could do... We could do... We could do Troll 2 and Dio, who is a dream troll evil. I'm, I'm down, dude. I'm down. We're doing Troll it. 2 and Dream Evil. Troll 2 and Dream Evil by a troll as well. Let's do it. Wow. Let's do it, dude. That's good. All right, awesome. Uh, Levi called in. LeVay! Oh, hey, guys. It's Levi from Flag again. I forgot to uh, oh. ask Shane a question. Um, what was the one horror movie that scared the living crap out of you when you were a kid? I mean, was there anything that terrified a big beast of a man like you? <laughs> and, uh, he knows dude, you, do. Hey, you commented on Walmart having the cut versions of music, but 
Have you been in there recently and seen their DVD section and noticed that the old version of I Spit on Your Grave is on sale for seven fifty? I have not. We live in a world now where I Spit you. on Your Grave is for sale in Walmart. Yeah. It's freaking <laughs> bizarre, dude. But uh, anyway, that was it. Um, oh, other than that, I, I flushed a centerfold down the toilet once. God. Dude, I think I think we actually had some problems with the with the bone phone line this week. Yeah. And I think Levi called in a big long one and apparently the our K seven service said This is too long, I can't take it. Said sorry, I can't sorry. do that. <laughs> but, but he actually called in later. But that's why it was like he's here again. But we'll get back to Levi. Okay, well Here's- the the scariest movie mm-hmm. that I've I mean, like just being a young child, uh-huh. well, Besides the clown coming out from under the bed and poltergeist, right? Hands down, The Exorcist scared the shit. Out I didn't of me. see that till I was older, but I'll tell you what: if, if I saw that when I was a kid, I would be warped forever. That was a that was one where literally I stopped it going. I can't go on. Really, fell asleep and HBO middle of the night. <laughs> boom! It's on HBO, and I woke up going. Holy shit! Hang <laughs> on, you cunting dot that. Right, right, right. You know, so so they, you know, Exorcist is. I mean, I I realize that that's that's uh, not really a well, that's pretty main. Well, I don't know if it's mainstream, but I mean, you see people's scariest movie list. It's always up in the top oh, yeah. two or three. But I'll tell you what, it deserves to be there. I don't care who it's you are, if still, you're a horror fan or not. It still creeps me to this day. To this day, dude. I, I can turn it on. I mean, it's on the Netflix streaming right now. You can watch oh, it. Oh, is it really? Wow. And and I watch it, and I still go, yeah, I know what's coming right. and everything, but it's still creepy. And I think that it all breaks down to there's a crazy demon daughter of yours that right. you love like you were talking about i love her with all my life oh, absolutely you know, you love your dude absolutely she's upstairs i think nowadays it scares me more of that conflict of because i can't kid, run right? away i can't do anything right. it's my daughter and you want to do there. what you can to save the person who you love so much and that's not the person that you love so much absolutely dude that is scary as shit that's raising the hair on my neck right now <laughs> well, just thinking about it you know what did you just say that to make me jealous that i don't have hair on my neck well dick you've got plenty of hair just, on your neck I'm trust me on that <laughs> all right man uh cool alan called in mike shane what's up this is alan uh question of the episode you know about are you the horror guy wherever love alan uh, alan's a man defend it yeah, at work I am known as the horror guy. Never had to defend it where I work, and it's pretty cool because I work at a church. Uh, oh, wow. really? It's wow! Weird okay. to have a conversation about zombies with a pastor, but nice. it happens. Good for you, man. Anyway, cool. in the past, I've had to defend uh, defend it. I've even had to defend it to some of my friends. You know, they're like, "How do you watch it? Why do you watch it?" And I've always been like, "It's a way to experience some form of fear." Safely, you know, yeah. so it's a catharsis. That's a great point. Cathartic. That's why I watch sometimes it. Sometimes people you go, go, "Well, dude, it's really, really gross and gorgeous." Ask them, uh, "Do you watch so your CSI mama. or Bones or any of those procedural shows?" And they're like, "Well, yeah." Like, um, very little that happens on Friday the Thirteenth is as bad as what happens in one of those. Yeah, it's just uh, the way it's portrayed. Anyway, you, I hope it makes sense. You hit the nail right on the head right there. Have a good one. Bye. Alan's a freaking man. He, call, he calls in, gets his shit done. In, out. I'm surprised that you don't get more shit for working in a church. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I mean, that's actually kind of eye opening. Depends on what kind of church, though, because if he's like zombies, they're like, and that's what's coming back on you. And let me tell you about the zombies. Yeah, I, I Caroline, go get the snakes out of the. Oh God, <laughs> we're we're about to have ourselves a good time, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Actually, that's really cool. In fact, I do have a friend um, who is actually, and I don't want I don't want to name any names, but I have a friend who's a pastor. It, well, who was a pastor in... Pastor um, uh, Jeffries. He's now in sure. Texas uh, State uh, Penitentiary. Oh, no. Cheap joke. But the thing is, is I, for the longest time, I didn't know what he did for a living and stuff like that. It's, it, it's just amazing that... That uh, I mean, he was a pastor. He, every week he would he would talk to his congregation and stuff like that. And you, I don't know if he was like necessarily just a horror fan, but he was into um, you know uh, all sorts of stuff like uh, exploitation stuff like that. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. So it's like you know whatever. I find that interesting. Uh, I find it interesting more not not necessarily that they like it, but more that they would actually talk about it. I guess is I guess yeah. is what's well, more yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, to go well, hey, you know. I'm yeah, into this too. Absolutely. It's no. always weird when you're kind of like, I never, it doesn't matter if they're in a church or whatever. Uh huh. Somebody you think you've got an idea about and then they go, you go, huh, I never would have thought. And you, and you know, whenever that happens to me, like, like, I mean, I'll meet somebody like one of my neighbors who, who said, who, like, I've talked to like, I'm the horror guy, not only in my, you know, work and stuff like that, but after I talked to a lot of my neighbors and stuff like that, you know, and I've, I've lived where I live only, I mean, I've only lived there for five years, you know, so I mean, it takes a little while to start talking about what kind of movies, like scary movies you like, yeah. open up to those kind and of people. And you really have kids to play like each other. Absolutely. To go, so what kind of movies do you watch? Well, so I was over at this guy's house and I'm just sitting there and we're, we're watching the, the game and whatnot and we're, we're something whenever the game gets over he's like hey you know we still have uh you know he's like hey you want to throw on a movie or something do you have to go home and i'm like yeah no let's throw on a movie is what do you want to watch i'm going through his list of movies i'm like well you know this horror movie i want to watch it and it just totally took us off on this whole horror thing and, yeah you know and he's Next like thing you know you're going holy shit you're yeah like that? exactly oh, wow. exactly and it's like i saw his dvds i'm like you don't say. Wow, I never would have guessed. And that. you were like, "Dude, do you have any frozen rib sandwiches in your freezer?" Because if you do, I'm not leaving. Because if you do, not only am I not leaving, but we're gonna bone before I leave. Yeah. I'm gonna call you on the bone phone. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's see. Brian called in. Brian, the tow truck. Tow truck. Oh, the phone's working. The fucking phone is working yeah, again. We had some phone All right. So. uh Fuck, man. I was going to leave you a nice message last night. You know, tried to call up. The fucking phone was Yeah, doing we had some technical shit. difficulties. We get it. So, kind of fucked that up. But anyway, I'm kind of got a free moment here. Thought I'd call up, make sure this thing's working and everything. Um, God, I'm a couple of weeks behind, and I got some fucking stories. You guys looking for a hitchhiker story? State Street? I got Street? a pretty wild one about a uh, trip I took to Vegas. I got a few fucking hitch- hitchhiker stories. But I don't doubt it. That's a long <laughs> sum of bitch. It'll have to wait for in person. You guys will laugh your fucking asses off. 29th, baby. The bolts of it is that I'm with a group of like-minded individuals. We're going to Vegas. We've been awake for three or four days. What? Van breaks down. I half-ass fix it. We fucking get back on I paused it, dude. Have you ever stayed up for three days straight? Absolutely not. I, I don't know that I've ever stayed up 24 hours straight. I've stayed up 24 hours I've straight. I've never done it. And it wasn't by 
choice. Because I wanted to. Right. I don't. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to. I just wanted yeah. to check three with three or you. four days. No, never. I mean, we're just outside of Vegas. Fucking thing breaks down again, and it's more than I can fix on the side of the road. It's, I need a tow truck, a shop, and some shade. Well, you should be in good shape. Shit. So I hitch a ride into Vegas, thumbing along there, and uh, this weird cat pulls over. And he's driving like a fucking Volvo station wagon, really nice car. And he's got all these fucking like shovels and fucking <laughs> like buckets and shit in the back. Yeah, of the like car. lie in the and trouble. And the <laughs> biggest fucking dog I've ever seen in my life, which I now know is called a Bouvier, which they use for hunting fucking mountain lions. <laughs> this thing's huge. I mean, just like this massive, like two hundred pound dog. And the wow. whole ride into Vegas, this guy's over rattling off weird shit about why he's out in the desert with shovels, and he's digging up cacti for his garden, and he knows it's a federal pick. But he's, like, making me nervous as shit because he's looking at me all weird. And then uh, his fucking dog is just, like, growling the whole night, like, deep, like, snarling, barking, like, that little throaty growl that just says, make the wrong move, motherfucker, I'll rip your arm off. So I don't know. I mean, like, I probably made this fucking cat way more nervous than he was making me because I was sketchy, like, you know, looking like I do and being awake for four days, not really having all my faculties about me in a fucking hot. So I'm like, I must have been rattling off some weird shit, too. But this Oh, I'm sure you were. Three days away. Anyway, yeah. There's no doubt Vegas. about it. Brian was rattling no, off like, some weird shit. He does that when he gets normal night sleep. Like that. It's like totally fucking laid back normal dude, but he's freaked me out the whole way, because, I mean, this guy, fuck, he's got a bunch of shovels and a big-ass dog. He could have hauled me out in the desert, raped me, left me for fucking dead. You would have liked it. Come pay, on. But, yeah, have yeah, that, that dog rape you instead. That's wow. what I There's a much longer story <laughs> behind all that. Bitch. That's the nuts and bolts of it. Um, God, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Oh, 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 patient zero. Holy shit, what the hell is that guy's name? Um. Southern Florida fucking frying <laughs> balls and ripping a guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Off of his teeth. I've heard all about that. Man, that's, that's your zombie apocalypse right there, man. Bad, well, I started in Florida. That's still Florida. pretty far away. Don't go to Florida and eat the brown acid, <laughs> man. But, uh, oh, shit, man. Yeah, Florida's still pretty far away, so we got a couple weeks. Off. Maybe we'll get a couple that's episodes up. out before we all die. Yeah, boy, I got a lot to talk about. Um, question of the episode, have I ever had to justify my lifestyle as far as horror and horror punk and stuff like that. Um, that's kind of a long one. I better talk to my dispatcher, do my job and all that fun stuff, and I'll talk to you guys uh, later on. I'll call you back with my uh, answer to the question of the episode. You know what? He actually, in, in Brian, we know that he had some trouble with the half-broken uh, uh, bone phone line, so he didn't call back, but you know what? I'd like to hear about all that shit, especially uh, on the 29th, man. We're going to be rocking dude, some DMD. Dude. What? That guy sends me text messages that are fucking weird. Oh, really? You know, so I'm just saying, you know, that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, that he's an awesome guy. dude. <laughs> he's that, he's, you know, he's that guy you just shake your head and go, that guy in the dick, Daisy Awesome. Well, you know, I actually, um, yeah, he even texted you right before. If we I was that guy yeah. in Vegas yeah. taking you down there, uh-huh. I would have hit you with the shovel and let my dog rape you, and then I would have buried you. <laughs> that's pretty scary, dude. I, you know, that's well, that's uh, kind of hot for some people. You let your dog rape him. 
<laughs> and you just sit there and watch, and then you go, "All right, you done? Yeah, that's you done, weird. old uh, uh, Thor? Yeah, they named their dogs Thor. Well, they, Thor, I, you done? In Vegas, they named all. Oh dogs no, he's not done yet. Nord he's got, he's going to go a second round. Here we go. Oh, weird. Right. Let me know. Oh, the, you right. done, Thor? You done? Okay, boy. Drag his corpse over there, and let's bury it in the hole. Bury it in the hole, Thor. Bury it in the hole. Drag the corpse over. Boom. Dude, that is and if he's up. wearing. The Daisy Dukes? Uh-huh. Easy peasy. Japanesey. That's easy. <laughs> All right. We got one more voicemail. Levi called back in. Here he is. Levi! Hi, fellas. It's Levi again. Um, I heard about the voicemail getting broke. Yeah, we had a hard time this week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. He broke it with a 13-minute one or something. And then by oh, the yeah, time I was done, I looked at my phone. I guess, that's what he claims. 13 minutes, 57 seconds. Oh, thought, yeah, what there you go. have I been talking about that even mattered? He, he broke it. Long, he broke it. Fortunately, <laughs> uh, God has spared you. Yes. Thank uh, you, Lord Jesus. I'm calling back to tell you about a horror collection pack I got. It's eight movies. Ooh, Walmart? It's a $5 Walmart bin collection. Yes, it's all about the Walmart. And uh, sell the little I couldn't job. find it at Walmart. So we have two in our town. Just messed up anyway, but only 50,000 people here. Hmm, right. but, uh, two big Walmarts. Yeah, I couldn't find one, so I went online to get it because it's <laughs> turning into this collectible. I uh, got it on Amazon. It was like 18 bucks, but I had points on my Amazon card, so I only spent 10. Nice. I at that, but you just stuck it to the like, Dude, I'd spend 10 bucks a piece on two <laughs> uh, not waxwork. Waxwork is okay. But I've never seen love. any of those waxworks. Good. They're good. Number one is good. Yep. The Unholy Chopping Mall. Class of 1999 with Android teachers uh, killing kids. Weird. To teach him Alpha McDowell. Was that Chopping Chud Mall? Two. Chopping Mall, yeah, Chud, baby. But I've never seen Chud 2, and I heard it's awful. Oh, dude, Chud uh, 1. I've never seen Chud 2. Cannibalistic. Slaughter High. Grand Brothers. Yep. You know, it's beloved. Love and then Bully's. Three ghoulies go to college. Now those last ghoulies three is amazing, dude. Uh, dude, I keep bringing but, uh, up ghoulies. Anyway, I want to see ghoulies. I have one through four. I'm gonna the bring those. I hope I, I didn't. Uh, you know, is anyway, ghoulies good for fine. a kid like Jonas to watch? Um, no. <laughs> They're in a toilet bowl. I mean, I thought. I, I, mean, I, I think they show. It, but. Oh, apparently he got. He's done. But um, yeah, dude. I don't know. I from what I remember, I remember. Uh, do you do you ever do you ever watch? Uh, Marishka Hargitay on uh, SVU. I don't She's even know what the, the hell you just said. All right, sorry. No, okay, well then no. But she was in Ch uh, in uh, Ghoulies 1, which was awesome. But the, I don't know if they're good for like a 10-year-old. Well, I, and I, that, I'm really, you know, I, I watch that. You know, uh -huh, it's like, right, Oof. me too, me too. I'm 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 good with like the, the, the I don't care about the paranormal and activities or whatever. Like it's like, yeah, you can watch that. Too much tits Half and the time gore. he's like... That was horrible. <laughs> I mean, I let him watch like Halloween or uh, something on that's, that. You know, that's pretty solid. But I, though. but I mean, like it's scary the, shit. The but TNT it's not... version, though, not like the but the regular. I guess there's. But some... he was like, uh, you know, he sees my action figure. Right, he's got to get like, a little. That's older. stupid, <laughs> dude. All right, well, you know what? Let's do this. I hate to cut you off, but let's go ahead. I really have to use the facilities. He's got to take it. Oh, my gosh, I'm dying here. But let's go ahead. Let, let, let's do that. We'll play one minute of the 69 Eyes and be right back to chat about it. Nice. It's 
graves Only love will survive Thicker than wine Deeper than time We dance to the dark D9Eyes.com is where you find the band, The 69 Eyes. Yeah, baby. We're going to be talking about Back in Blood from 2009. Uh Uh-huh. The album runs about 48 minutes, 38 seconds long, 12 tracks. This band's from Helsinki, Finland. (laughs) Helsinki. What kind of nasty parties you think they do there? You know, I'll tell you what though. I think Helsinki is a gorgeous like place to live, man. You really? Oh yeah, absolutely. I got some facts later about Helsinki. Okay, I can't. I can't wait to get into those. Degorgerize. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I I want this nice, beautiful picture of them. Don't screw that for me. No, no, never. (laughs) Cool. Uh, the members of the band, you know, they didn't have like who played what and everything, so I'm just going to run off their names. Okay. Jeriki69. I'm thinking he's the singer. Okay. <laughs> Bazi Timo Timo. <laughs> Very. Finlandian. I want to say Archie, or but it's Arch. Archie. Is, is Finland one of those? Uh, one of those. Uh, um, like kind of close to Norway and yeah, a lot of stuff okay. right there. And I've so got they're little, yeah. so they're yeah. That what's that whole thing called again? Whatever they're like, sure, it's called Durban. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So it's A R C H Z I E. I don't know how the hell you say that. Ha! And then Jussie, who I talked to. Oh, cool. On the Facebook, call me. He's one of my <laughs> Facebook friends. Sweet. Um, I think he's the guitar player. Cool. Uh, considered goth rock. Dark rock, yep. Horror punk. The record label in the U.S. is the End Records, which is based out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh can you wow! That? No, yes, I can. Believe they put it. out a lot of black metal stuff. That you know what the thing is is the more I learn about Salt Lake City and its things, the the, the less shocked I am to hear something like that. But that's pretty cool. That US, is really cool, you, the, dude. The, like the the base. Do you happen to know the, the guys 60- from that from that whole? Distributorship I, I, or no, whatever? I don't know any of okay. them. But I want to say his name was like Martin or something like that. Because I remember Slug Magazine, a local zine here, did a piece on right. the end records. But, okay. And then in Europe, who doesn't know Nuclear Blast? I think I don't think there's a person listening to this who doesn't know Nuclear Blast. <laughs> uh, influenced by Hanoi Rocks, yep. Motley Crue, The Cult, Sisters of Mercy. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, this album went number three on the Finnish album charts. Nice, dude. I don't know how that how they work out there. Uh-huh. What What are you going against? I think Lordy's from Finland. I I, I yeah. think so too. I don't know. They got that whole Eurovision thing. I mean, it's pretty staunch. Uh, uh, you know, they're going after each other. All these countries dude, and stuff. I'm like telling that. you, I heard this little bit on the radio about Eurovision, uh-huh. like the 2012 or. Horrid, really? Horrid. What you, in damn what music. way? Oh, like, oh, oh, I see. Like one of the top contenders for the prize was like these old Russian grannies that do techno music. Was, or something. It sounds awesome. It's like, <laughs> Listen, oh it can't God. be as bad as I smell. Is let me smell your dick. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anything's worse than that. I agree. I don't think there's anything worse than the song "Smell, your, smell dick your Dick" or actually. 
smelling your dick. Uh, yeah, I'm out. I'm out at smelling anyone's dick. It's an evil, even no, kill. no offense to you guys. It's a teeter totter. Who want that. me to smell their What's dick? What's worse? Agreed. You know the song or, <laughs> or actually, actually smelling, smelling your dick? No, I don't want to hear. Um, Back in Blood is actually the tenth. Uh, uh, studio album from the band. Mm-hmm. Others include Angels from 2007. I love Angels. Devils. Love Devils. Yep. 2004. Wasting the Dawn. Paris Kills. Oh, 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that one. Wasting the Dawn, 1999. That's probably my favorite. Album. 69 Eyes is Wasting the Dawn. Yeah. That song. Did that have the. God, I love this tune from X, uh, the 69 Eyes. It was called Dusk Till Dawn. Is that. But me? I don't know what album it was on. I'm gonna get you. Yeah, I, I can't tell you either because I usually listen to them on like a in the mix or something like that. The first album was released in 1992. It was called Bump and Grind. You know what's funny is this band started out. Well, I don't know if they started out, but they went through a period of like sleaze type of like biker metal, like you know, really sleazy type of stuff, which was you know decent stuff. But I'll tell you what, they they kind of made. Uh, Wasting the Dawn was an album where they were starting to kind of move into that goth type of deal. Yeah. And, and, and I'll be perfectly honest with you. That's, I mean, I'm a 69 Eyes fan and I have been even before uh, this album. In fact, this is the first time I've heard this album. I'm a huge fan of Angels, a huge fan of Devils. Wasting the Dawn is awesome. But the thing is, it's like once they made that transition, I really started liking them. Only, Maybe that's and where it, that, I mean, like the sleaze rock you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Cause, you you probably have heard like the more earlier stuff. Yeah, I'm like devils, angels, back in blood. Well, and it's not that it wasn't good. It's just that I maybe I, that's where that I'm Motley more... Crew. Yeah, absolutely. No, I t- I totally agree with you because they were totally into that like um you know the the bar the dusty old bar on highway you know on 66 you know whatever type of yeah. type of vibe they got going on. But they switched. They, they they kind of morphed into this goth band. And I'll tell you what. I really, really like their their gothy stuff and their goth rock Agreed. stuff like that, as yeah. opposed to their sleazy stuff. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just that there was nothing in it for me um, that was any better than bands like Motley Crue and you when know, I that think stuff sleaze too. rock, I think uh, uh, God, faster pussy exactly. And that you know, and it was a lot of stuff like that, exactly like L.A. That. Guns yep. and, and, and and listen, yeah. I like those bands. But the thing is, is those bands have the added advantage that they were part of my growing up. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's hard for me to say, oh, this band sounds just like the uh, L.A. Guns, you know, and stuff like that. I don't um, see how that singer's voice would really translate. It's, it's to, different, dude. Really? He it's does, different. He goes for like a... Well, it, it's a lot different than... Wasting yeah. the dawn. I, I, I like that, man. Yeah, I do too. This entire album, um, it, it's kind of got this heavy vampire yeah absolutely thing to it absolutely um dude these guys are gothic rock when i think of gothic rock mm-hmm. when someone goes hey man i'm into gothic rock typo typo and, and the 69 yep. eyes Agreed. that's that's what Agreed. instantly pops into my brain you know what's funny too is is i don't mean to to, to derail you or whatever but don't the thing is is these is this band it seems like i mean like i said this is the first time i've heard this album as we're as we're moving through the wasting the dawn you know up through 
Paris kills devils, angels, and whatever. There was a lot of. Remember how we were talking last week about sabotage and their really kind of quote unquote cheesy stuff, right? That we just kind of overlook because we love sabotage or whatever. Yeah. There was a lot of that stuff. There was a lot of like, oh my gosh, that's kind of weird, and I don't know if I would mm-hmm. play that song if anybody else is in the car with me or whatever. But I can still enjoy it. This album, this uh, Back in Blood, they got rid of. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. And it was just more straight up. It was really kind of, give me a cult vibe. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I so, felt a lot of that. At, you know, without a Circa doubt. picture like a taxi driver. Yeah. Rainy. Yep. Yep. New York City. You're wearing your leather jacket and you're a vampire and you're hunting the streets. We own the night. Yep. You and I. Um, the first single for the, from the album is Dead Girls Are Easy. Uh-huh. Which has the an video, awesome video. The video for that song was directed by Bam Margera. You know, I have a whole jackass. thing. I have a whole thing about Bam Margera, okay? Oh, let's hear it. He did, he did, he directed Dead Girls Are Easy. Um, I don't really care for, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like Jackass good enough, okay? Oh, yeah. But that guy kind of seems silly to me a little bit. I don't really like him as a person. I don't like him at all. I like, really, I like Johnny Knoxville and stuff like that. But as far as most of the other Jackass guys, I've never really been like a, a huge Jackass fan. I mean, I've watched it and I've seen their movies and I think they're yeah, funny I, and I whatever. Think I saw the first one, but yeah. I, I, I don't just, know. Some of their other ones are wild, but. Bam Margera kind of went the way of like the MTV awesome. Oh look, I'm so sweet action because I'm on MTV. Type now, what was his of TV, other TV show? show that he had, he had. I don't know. He had like one that was his himself. Nitro did, something. Nit- Nitro fun and. I don't know, but he also had one when he was going to get married. He had one with yeah. him and his wife and derp did derp. We're getting married and here's all our problems and stuff like that. It's like screw that, but. He did. He he not only directed this one. And he, you know, it's funny. Is he also? Do you do you know the band? Have you ever heard of a ba- a small band out of uh, the UK called Cradle of Filth? Yeah. So he was like a. a I'm, I'm teasing. Obviously, they're a huge band. But the thing is, is cra- he was like really into Cradle of Filth, and Cradle of Filth had him, had him like like pimping their shit and stuff like and that. And so did him. But the thing, the problem. Oh, oh did he? Him oh, that and right? Slayer was on but one it's of like, his TV shows. I, show. I think like, that. Cradle of Filth, him and Slayer are way above that kind of. Listen, I mean, if the sixty nine eyes are listening, I don't way wanna, above Bam Margera. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be a douchebag or anything and say, "Oh, your friends suck." But it's MTV. But you're, but it's the MTV whole thing that kind, that kind of is weird. And then he also did. Um, Bam also was in starred in the video for Dead and Gone. You know the whole thing. He starred in it. That's a great song. And I love the song, but I watched the video and I'm like. Fudge this oh. guy, dude. Is it him on a skateboard or something? No, shit? it's him, and he's like this little really broody guy who's like trying to love oh. this woman and stuff. It really just sucks. I'm going to go ahead and, there's and direct also some and star that, in. Uh, exactly. But have you ever heard of a little band called Good Charlotte? I have that down, sir. Yes. He Benji was Madden. Yeah, he did. He did some backing vocals. And I'm thinking, Mr. 69 Eyes, you're better than that. I, I mean, listen. Absolutely. I don't want I am to with you, dude, because you know You're what? Benji Madden is fucking stupid. <laughs> and so right. is his brother, fucking Stingy. All right. Whatever. I, I totally agree. Listen, but the fact of the matter is, even though I'll probably never, ever, ever, ever watch the video for Dead and Gone Again because of Bam, this album was great. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> good for, dude, good for are the 69 talk, Eyes. Like I said. Rainy streets, New York City, or Washington D.C. After a yoga party with uh, Lauren, and having to ride in the rain, right? 
And it's just like, man, you can hear that, that song, We Own the Night. We Own the Night. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. I mean, it's just, it's, and it's got that really heavy, this is gothic, man. It's the, it's the vampire-esque feel to it. And you love the vampires. Oh, dude, I'm more I about, love the vampires. There ain't no bands that have done anything about werewolves yet. I'll hold <laughs> out, but you, you know, but no, I love until the then. And actually, the video, the video, what, what, what was it? Uh, the video that uh, we have for our secret project and whatnot, what was that? Uh, oh, Dead God. Girls Are Easy? Just keep going. Boom, boom, and just <laughs> pooping little squirts out. But well, that's pe- nice. people are People are getting nervous boners about our other project. But the thing is, is that video, hot goth chicks, hot yeah. vampire chicks, it was awesome. I mean, and, I and, love and, and, that kind of girl. I, I, I don't want to derail here, but I just want to say, movie coming up, hot goth girl. Back to what we were talking about, <laughs> the hot goth girl uh-huh. and the loved ones. Yep. Oh. Hot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Back. okay. <laughs> um, dude, solid songwriting. I love the crunch of those guitars. I like his vocal. I do, too. I like everything about it. These guys are goth rock to me. And the thing is, is it's hard for me to sit here and say, oh, what are my favorite songs on this? I, I was put, trying to, usually I try to put together a highlights of this album. Have we, we've, the thing is, is on this, on this show, we've done a lot of albums that we, that, that you know, yeah. that, that we like. And uh, listen, I, I, I've liked the 69 Eyes for quite a while. Um, we've only had a couple where we're like, yeah, it didn't, it sucked right. or whatever. But, I mean, that's kind of how we choose the music in the movies and whatnot. This one, though, however, it was hard for me to say, what's the highlight? There was only really one song or one or two songs that, that were okay. I didn't really care for Eternal that much, yeah. uh, the, the final one. But, I mean, some of my favorites, Back in Blood, We Own the Night, Dead and Gone. I mean, there's like a three-shot right out of that album. First if of all, it put starts that you. in your iPod... The Bang! There's like four songs that just nail you. And and to be honest with you, this is easier to listen to than anything that I've heard from them before. And you know, sometimes I say that easy to listen to is not necessarily always a good thing. But in this case, I think it is a good thing because they take what they've done so well on past albums, and they really seem to nail it. I mean, we and we've got the good, the bad, and the undead. Yeah. Lips of blood, dead girls are easy. Nightwatch, some kind of magic. All these yeah. songs yeah. I love. Every one of them. I mean, this is a very, very solid album. I, t- I totally agree with you. I, it's 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 dark. It's yep. Gothic, but it kicks ass. It's rocking, and it's pretty straight up rock and roll. I mean, there. It's funny because every once in a while I would hear like some kind of a a riff that would be like, "Oh shit, that's Blue Oyster Cult." Yeah. You're like, "I'm burning for you" type of riff, or we have the Cult with um, let's see, the Cult which was We Own the Night, you know, which is, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the cult reborn. And I don't get me wrong, I love the cult. Yeah. And I, and I was totally stoked to hear that and, and whatnot. But, I mean, yeah. I, I, it seems like the last, what did we do last episode? The, uh, um, the cramps? Is that what we did yeah, last the episode? Cramps. And I was jizzing all over that one. The yeah. one we did before that, I was jizzing all over that. You know, the only one I think that I have, I've only kind of, the one I hated was Dead by April. Here's my mind. But behind. I just like most, the, most of these songs, I, it, it just is, is my quote unquote kind of music. Well, here's my idea behind doing the bands that I've been picking okay. is 
you know, let's, I, I would like to turn somebody on to something more than just go, hey, let me tell you about this album and poo yeah. all over it. Exactly. And, and, and the interesting part to me is whether you're going, oh, that's a, that's a buy or right. that's a bone saw or right. that's a, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, you know, dead by April. That was a shot in the dark. It well, was like, well, here's and I had thing. never heard them. And that's the thing. That's the thing that I do with movies as well. When I choose the movies, obviously you choose the music. I choose the movies. I either pick movies that I already like or movies that I've really been jonesing to see. Right. And I mean, if, if that, I assume that's the same way you kind of. Yeah. Do. Yeah. And um, you know, I, this album is a great goddamn album. I, I totally almost agree all the way through. It's a buy for me. Absolutely, my favorite tunes on it were you know all the same ones. I mean, by, back in blood, mm-hmm. we own the night, dead and gone, yep. lips of blood, dead and gone. You know, it's a great album. All of their stuff is on Spotify, so you can check it out. So it's right there for you people for free. Yeah. You can listen to it and go, wow. That I mean, but that is. I suggest go buy it though. And I, I actually use. Okay, now I'm gonna pull the curtain back on our podcasting, okay. whatever. I actually, you sent me the album, and that's you know, because I'm like, hey, listen, it's hard for me to make the one minute of the 69 Eyes off of Spotify or whatever. Right. But I'm like, hey, why don't you send me the album? I listen to it and I'm like, shit, these guys, these guys, this album deserves my purchase. So I went to Amazon and downloaded it from, or bought it and downloaded it from there. Excellent. You know, and it was only 99 cents a song. And, or whatever, and so. you know, on Amazon, that's the way to go, too. You I know love I mean? Amazon. iTunes or Amazon. Or I don't do iTunes because they're DRM, but, but yeah, Amazon. 69eyes.com, and you can go there and check out, you know, their, their <laughs> uh, label in the U.S., The End. That's pretty fucking cool yeah, that they're oh, sure. here in Salt Lake. Oh, dude, that it's is It's not really like they cool. would take our call, or if we go knock on the door, <laughs> they're going to go, oh, hey, uh, maybe you heard of us. Sure, we're Die Monster Die. We're the yeah. shitty... We we're, just did this little... Uh, awesome we did this little podcast, and uh, we... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they've heard of it. Um, let me let me mention a couple of things. First of all, these guys uh, are the quote unquote Helsinki vampires. Yeah, you mentioned L.A. Guns too, who put in an album called L.A. Vampires, which is my favorite from start to finish. L.A. Guns. Uh, I've never and, heard that. I'm gonna have to. Listen. Oh my god! Is it on Spotify? Can I don't. I, I don't know it? if it's on Spotify because this is one that. I mean, this was back in the day. I mean, I bought this CD. In fact, I think I bought it multiple times because it's ruined. And there's a song. I. I okay. Again, I don't want to get too personal. Okay. But there's a song on there called Crystallized by the LA Guns off their Hollywood Vampires that is dedicated to my wife because she has crystal eyes. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful. Can Sil- I tell you an LA Guns story? Bluey's eye, silvery bluey eyes. Okay, anyway. All right. Here, that's beautiful. <laughs> and she does have kind of silvery. She does. Silvery, eyes. silvery bluey type of eyes. It's kind of creepy. Crystallized, I still love you. I love it. Oh, it's my I met L.A. Guns at oh, the really? Raspberry Records in Salt Lake City. Okay, you know, up well, that's in, gone, uh, right? It was like Highland Drive. Yeah, it's yeah, gone. that's gone years now. ago. Yeah, I remember uh, that place. The bus driver had the band in there and couldn't make this goddamn turn into Raspberry <laughs> Records. Literally thirty minutes. I right. Oh, really? Turn. Back in twenty-seven. Here's the thing: Stephen Riley, the drummer, okay, was in Wasp. Oh, no way. Yeah. He was okay. in Wasp cool. um, on Inside the Electric Circus. Okay. And uh, um, I want to say Blind in Texas album. Oh, that's um, a good So That's a good tune. I, so I waited the whole time, get through uh-huh. the line, you know, and, and and this was talk about sex action. You know, this right. was. Uh, were, this is before. before um, um, talk about 
it out. What was what was L.A. Gunn's big hit? Though? That was Sex Action. No, th- no, there was that one... was the breakout hit. Hold on, hold on, help me out here. There was like na 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 till you give. It's never enough just to hold yeah, you. And then they had the Ballad of Jane. Okay, that was before that. Though. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I think so. so. I met him, and I'm just working my way through the line just to get up to Stephen Wright and go, uh-huh. why the fuck did you quit Wasp, man? <laughs> and this guy was drunk out of his skull. Oh, dude. good for him. He didn't even acknowledge that I was even standing in front of him. The guy was so hammered. But I was wearing my Wasp t-shirt, and that's like, fuck like a beast. <laughs> I was like, why did you leave? What did you do? That's awesome. What did, did Blackie kick you out? He just stood there going, <sighs> Dude. And then like, he, after that, shortly after that, he was kicked out of there, too. So I was like, ah. dude, can, can I tell you a meeting of the band story, too? Do we, yeah. have, do we have time for uh, on our sure. programming on the podcast? Do we, sure. have, do we have time for this? All right. So it's probably about 2001, okay? Okay. I'm working as the, quote-unquote, office manager of a, um, a a nationwide call center, okay? okay. And, and, and for that, this is back when I didn't have a beard and I had hair. I right. mean, that's how long ago it was. And right. every day at work, <clears throat> you know, and I, and I had the, you know, I had, I had the, the uh, part on the left side oh, and, yeah. and I was so Mr. You were really into it. No, well, no, no. What I'm saying is, yeah, I was, I was Mr. Hyatt. Oh, okay. I'm as, gotcha. I'm as, uh, normal and as, uh, like you know, the, the, the beaver, the, 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 yes, Wally, I was, Wally absolutely. I, I basically looked like that. So here I am working for him, but I'm a huge typo negative fan. Right. And do you remember when uh, uh, the heavy metal shop used to be on 21st South up I in Sugar House and up there? With the giant you know, Slayer, Slayer song. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, so here's the deal. It's about 2001 or whatever. Typo negative is, is oh, they're signing stuff. And I worked with my wife at the time, who is, I mean, even to this day, is, is little miss, I'm, you know, I, yeah. I wear a nice blouse and a nice skirt and, you know, sure. I, I'm totally whatever. But anyway, so she, so she's basically there. She's wearing a yellow blouse and a, and a nice tan skirt. And here I am in a tie and white shirt and yeah. khakis. Okay. So I'm like, okay. Ember, typo negative is up here. Did I say your name? Is that? I mean, I hope that's not like a security breach or whatever. No, but, you said Amber oh, a thousand times. Okay, so I'm like Amber. Let's let's go up there. I got I got to get their I got to get their autograph stuff. You know, you know, even though I I look like you know whatever, I'm you know I'm still this like you know typo negative huge fan. Right. Or whatever. I'd seen type typed them. Wow. Typo negative. Typo negative a bunch of times by right. this time. So anyway, so we go there right after work, and we're standing in line with you know the people who you. Would and he's expect. getting worked up, ladies and gentlemen. Just I'm, I mean, he, <laughs> you're really stoked to tell this. Yes. So, okay, you're in line. It's so funny. So we're in this big long line, and here I am in my white shirt and tie. Yeah, and Suit tax, and, tie guy. and and here's and here's my wife in her yellow blouse and, and and you know whatever. And so we're getting in line. We get up to the line, and we get up. It's our turn. Like literally, uh, Johnny Kelly, the drummer, yeah, like looks at my wife and just laughs, and she goes, and, and I went right before, and, and he said to her, "Did he drag you here?" Oh. And she's like, "Yeah, he did." She goes, "He goes, are you a fan of typo negative?" And she said, "You know what? I I am a fan of typo negative because you make my husband happy." Oh, and See? it's like, wow, dude, that you know that's awesome. And so she went. We how went, is that not the best compliment to put? If I'm sitting there as the drummer, <laughs> absolutely. Dude. How is that not the best? You make my husband happy. He's going. There, 
I've got no... And they were all very polite to her, and they were very kind. In fact, they went out of their way to make her feel comfortable, which is really cool. And I got twice the amount of stuff signed. So I was, like, really stoked about it, dude. Do you see that, though? That What do you say? No, it, not uh, really, or... Yeah, and they don't believe you by that point. Did he drag you here? Yeah, I'm a fan. No, you're not. No, no. And you make him happy. And, and you know, it Boom. was it was a really, I mean, not to get all weird. I've, we've been getting weird on this podcast a little bit. But that was, like, so special to me that she would say that. And, you know, here here are these, and, like, Peter Steele, who's, like, 6'7", who, like, yeah. even makes He's me look like, small. I'd like to see your... Blows open up. No, no, he was he was a complete gentleman, and he made her feel comfortable, yeah. and I was totally soaked about it. Anyway, 69 Eyes, that's what we're talking about. That's right. Um, that's all I got, man. It's a kick-ass album, and Let you've me, got to, got to buy it. I, I totally agree with it. Let me ask you something, though. There is one song. I, I don't know. I the, Okay. There, I, get, I love rock and roll, okay? Put another dime in the jukebox. Sure. Okay, that's what I say. Right. There are a lot of bands who sing about, like, worshiping rock and roll yeah it's all about that these guys have oh, one song hey, you know, rock and roll exactly it's like can we can we not just assume you love rock and roll since you play it i mean yep. but it's such a big thing that it's like uh, i mean rock and roll is the only genre i mean i don't really i mean I, maybe i'm wrong but how many rappers you like i love the rap and the you know dude i'm on your side so and i just wanted to mention that these guys are rockers they're goth rockers uh this is pretty straightforward rock and roll to me and you know gothy voice and whatever i love this album yeah you've got kind of the dark you know i love the dark heavy chords i love the absolutely they're great songwriters dude there's no doubt in my mind they are great songwriters they're from finland for christ's sakes (laughs) i I don't know much about finland but i'm about to learn you're gonna learn a little something but this is a buy for me dude. buy for me it's a buy. absolutely buy it all right you want to hear some facts about helsinki i do indeed all right population five hundred and ninety-six thousand two hundred people in all, in all of finland in just oh helsinki. helsinki that's smaller than salt lake it's the coldest city in the world because during winter they will go 51 days without sun wow because they're so far north wow yeah uh the average is 100 days with 100 snow days. Wow. And 169 days below 32 degrees. What the shit? Fahrenheit. Because that's zero right, to right, them. Right. Because they're all Celsius and shit. But dude, could you imagine, man? That's that's worse than it is here, man. We got the greatest snow on earth here in Salt Lake, but it doesn't get that cold. Oh, dude, I I couldn't I couldn't deal with that. I'm one of those guys I'm that st- likes to wear shorts year round. Exactly. You know, and that's that's my thing. Yeah. That's what I do. And it's like I don't know if I could pull it off up there, man. This snow is horse shit out here. You know, I mean, if you're into <laughs> snowboarding and skiing right. and all that shit, that's fine. But I, I well, the I, thing I, is. I'm I don't mind the that. snow, but during the day, if it's 40-some-odd degrees and you're wearing a hoodie and, and a T-shirt and whatever, you're still fairly warm unless you're going out in the, the beauty snow. about Utah, too, is like it can just come down heavy. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, gone. you got 18 inches on the snow slopes, yep. but melted on the roads. So oh, it's, like, absolutely. It, it, it's like the best of. I, I totally agree. And it, it's funny because it's like I'll only, I you know, when it when it drops 18 inches even in the valley floor, I'll, I'll shovel. I mean, I'll re- literally only shovel two, three times a year. My, you know, my walkway yeah. and stuff like that, and then it melts out down here. But you, you ever seen in those heated fucking driveways, dude? I in need Park to get one City, of those dude. Shit. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> That's awesome. 
heated goddamn driveways <laughs> that melt the goddamn snow. I, I need to look they into those. Ha- dude, they can literally have, and I'm not kidding when I say Park City, mm-hmm. three feet of snow in their front yard and completely bone dry dude, driveways. I'll tell you what, the first, I mean, Park City is an awesome, awesome city, but it is up there. I mean, it's what, yeah. what would you say it is from here, from so like... 30 minutes? Yeah, 30 minutes. 30 minutes, but you're going basically straight up the mountain there. Oh, yeah, dude. And Your ears you know, will pop three times uh, before you get up there. And, you know, and the thing is, I mean, it, it, we'll have like two inches down here, and they'll get three feet up there. Yeah, it's nasty. Awesome. Um, dude, a lot of black metal bands from Norway, Finland area. Yeah. I, you know, I, I always wondered what it was because about those black metal bands. Why are they so angry and devilish and stuff like that? But you 50 days of no light up there? Yeah, that okay. That would be enough. That'll to will drag the you shit down. Out of you know, me, about yeah. about day twenty two, you're going. You know what? Let's start a black metal band. You know, <laughs> fuck this. Uh, Every day is sunshine by Fishbone. Yeah. You know, no. You know what's funny is my brother, who is in the Air Force, the United States Air Force. He was stationed in Manchester. Scott, he's been on the show. Mm-hmm. He was telling me that in even in Manchester, it would get dark at like four p.m. there. In like in the middle of winter, yeah. and, and, and and be dark. So it was dark so much that just that just blows me away. I mean, it gets dark what six thirty, seven o'clock here in the dead of winter. Yeah, but four yeah. o'clock before you even come home from work and stuff. That's rough, dude. Oh, that's rough. Oh man. I mean, and I'm kind of a dark guy. I like to. I, you know, I love I the dark, I love... but I like the warm dark. Yeah. Cause you go oh, out, man. you go out in the middle of the night. Like, just just think if if we were in like, it, it's like January twelfth in the in the in the back, you know, outside in the smoker section at Burt's. It's freezing balls, dude. Yeah. Dude, and there's a lot of hot chicks in Finland, though. Is that true? I'm noticing that. But the porn I've been watching lately, there's a <laughs> lot of hot chicks, a lot of black metal bands. I wrote down a couple of black metal band names that you may not have heard of. Okay, let's hear. It. I mean, I'm sure there's. Gargatrakatong and Shang. The and famous ones, you know, Gargatrakatong yeah, and Fong. But I've got a couple here that you may not have heard of. Oh, try me. And uh, Archgoat. I have not heard of Archgoat. Urn. I haven't heard of Urn. You're wasting me. Sargeist. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I've heard Sargeist either, yeah. Horna. You're wasting me, dude. Um, Hor- and I wrote this down. Um, Horna's kind of like a ripoff of uh, Amon Amarth. Oh, I do love Amon Amarth. They have like uh, fact, see, Amon Amarth. See, I call him Amon Amarath, but everybody <laughs> that likes him like Amon Amarth. like Ruby, he's like, dude, it's Amon Amarth. Dude, no offense to you, but Amon. Ruby, I think, has some solid uh, musical taste. Ru- Ruben, the bassist of uh, a little band you may have heard of called Die Monster Die, that guy has some solid musical taste. Dude. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> There's still Amon Amarath. Okay, dude, all right. Shit. Uh, Azagal. Holy crap! You're ways to be. Who doesn't name a band Judas? Well, I mean, that's okay. a given. Dude. I get any it. town that you're I get in, everybody. Everybody hates. Or everybody loves Judas. I you get might like this band. They're more kind of. I, I'm thinking that they've got a little bit of a keyboard and stuff in them. Well, I love the death metal. Thy serpent. Oh, where's Ghost from? By the that's way, do you remember? T H Y. Thy. That's how you spell thy. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> just in case. Where, where was just Ghost in case from? Jake's still listening. Oh, sure. Uh, thy serpent. Do, do you remember where Ghost was from? Because they're from somewhere around there. Yeah, they might be. I don't. I mean, they're they're from one of the Nordic. I think they're Sweden. countries. What do you call Scandinavian countries? Yeah. I think they're from up there. And so it's Opeth, which is one You've of the heard bands of this band, Impaled Nazarene. I I have indeed, actually. <laughs> Satanic Warmaster. 
That sounds like my Friday nights. Now, here's here's what I'm going to say about Satanic War Master. Okay. Is that's one of those, oh, yeah, I'm going to one-up you. Right. <laughs> because they're already in the black metal scene. Right. They're like, what kind of name <laughs> can I really go? Dude, I know you're in Urn, and we're playing tonight together. <laughs> and I know you're in Sargeist. But right. for God's <laughs> sakes, I'm in Satanic War Master. <laughs> yep. Agreed. That's uh, awesome. And this band that is uh, Satan Splooge. Have you ever heard of them? <laughs> I've, I've actually tasted Satan Splooge, but I've oh, never heard of the band. My, that's disgusting. I know. Sorry. Me and Zero were going to start a death metal band. Oh, yeah? Including like French horns and xylophones. <laughs> and we were going to call it Drown by the Black Goat of Satan. Sweet now, is dude. that not the best black metal? I mean, if you're... Drowned if, by the black goat of Satan. I don't think it gets any more evil than that. I mean, how can you out-evil us? No, you can't. French horns, xylophones... Even if somebody's and, like, hey, listen, I'm Satan's taint balls dude, or something. you tell me, if we're playing in Finland and you hear Satanic War Master and uh-huh. Drowned by the Black Goat of Satan, who are you there to see, dude? I don't, I don't think I have to answer that because uh, I think it's you. obvious. Um, I've got a what the shit for you. Let's hear it. You want to hear a what the shit? You know, shit? by the way, can I just say how, how warms my heart that you said the words what the shit? I'm going to call it what the shit. Because because Chris, uh, Morrissey of Utah, loves it when I say what the shit. I've got a WTF, but I'm going to start calling it a what the shit. Let's hear it. All right. Do you know a little guy named Varg Vikernes? Yes, I do. Okay. He's in jail or some shit. Barsom. Barsom. Mayhem. Yeah. This fine fellow killed his uh, his bandmate from Mayhem, uh, whose name was Eponymous. Uh-huh. Uh, had a little skull necklace of him. Killed him. He was in prison. He's in prison. Okay? Yes, he is. Um, here's, here's, here's the what the shit part. Uh, okay. All right. All right. He was convicted of murder. Yep. Skull necklace and all uh-huh. for killing that guy. Four counts of arson where he burned down Christian churches, yep. Historical churches. Yep. He was sentenced to twenty one years. After he served sixteen, he was released on uh in early two thousand nine. Okay. I was gonna say it's fairly fairly so my, okay. So here's my what the shit. Okay. Okay. You you're convicted of murder. Okay. And on top of that, four fucking well, well, historic churches now. that you burned down. No, no, no. I, listen, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Actually, there's a little documentary called "Until the Light Takes Us." It's on Netflix streaming. You should watch it. Okay. Well. I don't know if he actually killed Eponymous. I think what happened is Ooh. is he, is Eponymous blew his head off. He comes back. He takes a picture of it. They used it for one of their album covers, and then he decides instead of calling the cops or whatever to make a little brain, necklace, a necklace okay. out of a skull. But he did he did get convicted of the church burnings. Okay. Okay, and I and I may not be 100% correct, but um you should watch Until the Light Takes Us streaming on Netflix, you know, okay. whenever. So and right I, I I couldn't help but go to his website and okay. read some of the shit that he's you know, oh, just, yeah, yeah. he's he he's got plenty of shit to talk about right. on his website. Oh, he's very but politically minded. My, my point is you're convicted of murder and four churches sure. burned to the ground. Uh-huh. You serve 16 years, uh-huh. and you're out in 2009. Dude, they're pretty liberal. That's a liberal, what the uh, shit. Yeah, I agree. I Dude, agree. you murder somebody here, you're gone. Yep. That's it. Yep. 
And, uh, you know, just the spring, just the slight chance <laughs> you might get out of jail. Just one of those churches. Right. Just one of those churches would do. Yep. But it's like <laughs> 16 years served. He's out. Yeah. You should check that documentary out because it actually, um, it, it actually interviews him a lot. Oh. I mean, it, there's a lot of him talking. Why do, I, I read some of his, his, you know, stuff on his it's, website. It's interesting because, I mean, it's not like he's not psycho or anything like that, but he's a fairly articulate fellow. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you listen to him, and it's like, you know, it's amazing that all this bad shit came from a dude that kind of seems like he has it together. Yeah. Which is Well, weird. yeah, and like, it's like every everything, I kind of, like, I've, I've read an article, and I go, whoa, you said that, you said that. <laughs> yeah. And then the next one, he, like, re-explains, like, well, I shouldn't have said it this right. way. And it's like, oh, dude, I can read between the lines. Right, dude. absolutely. Uh, absolutely. No, that's but cool. that's all I got, man. 69 Eyes. Uh, I, lo- I like this album a lot. In fact, it made it to my horror uh, playlist. It's all on <laughs> Most there. of the songs soon. All of it except for the last one, Eternal. Right. Which was, it's not like it was a totally bad song. It just, I don't know, it just didn't click with me. And I'm and listen, go to Spotify, check it out. Check out, I, I also say check out Angels, Devils, yeah. Paris Kills, Wasting the Dawn. I, the whole album of Wasting the Dawn, I don't really care for. But the song Wasting the Dawn is probably one of my all-time favorite And I'd love someone to call in and tell me that song. Dusk Till Dawn. Okay. What album is that on? Because yeah. I love that tune. We could look it up, but yeah, I agree. It's awesome. Good stuff, dude. Yep. It's a buy for me. Awesome. So let's go ahead and, and uh, go ahead and play a trailer for the movie we're going to be talking about, the Australian opus from 2009, The Loved Ones. You coming to the prom? Yeah. I'm coming with Holly. Wow, you look wicked. Let me get the door, my lady. Pretty as a picture. Will you go to the dance with me? Sorry, Lola. I'm going with Holly. Guess who asked me to the dance? Hey. Brent, leave a message. Brent's done this before. He's always turned up. Song we're gonna dance to, and there's only one way to find out if it's you. Oh, we you. Boys shouldn't eat girls. I'm going to stab Holly in the heart. 
This is what you did to me. All right, everybody, we are back to talk about the loved ones from 2009. And uh, this is actually an Australian movie. Um, it hasn't been released here in the U.S. It's actually doing a film festival circuit. Um, oh, and, so it's still in the film festival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's played Toronto International, Hong Kong International Film Festival, AFI Film Festival, Dallas International, San Francisco, blah, 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 blah. And it's actually, it, it played actually in this year's con in, in France. Well, wow. Fancy. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it, it's an Australian movie from 2009. Um, IMDb gave us a 6.7. In effect, I thought, you know, 6.7 on IMDb, that to me, I mean, not to give too much away, that seemed pretty low actually for, yeah. for this kind of movie. So I went over to, <clears throat> pardon me, to, uh, fresh, or, or sorry, to Rotten Tomatoes. And as of yesterday, it had a 97% fresh. So wow. that, that's actually a pretty solid thing. Anyways, it was written and directed by Sean Byrne. Um, he actually hasn't directed anything else I've seen. Um, I've heard of one of one of the other things he's worked on. You ever heard of the Secret? You know the that the, sounds familiar. Yeah, the Secret. Apparently, if you know like a handful of rules, then your whole life will be awesome. And oh, maybe and, you know, it's blah blah blah. It's I, yeah, I don't maybe know. It's I don't, a wrong movie. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. But he actually worked on that one. Uh, but anyway, uh, this starred. Uh, Xavier Samuel as Brent Mitchell is is the main guy. Brent, uh, he the guy he, that looks like uh, the singer for My Chemical Romance. Oh, oh the yeah, son? the guy. Yeah, the guy yeah. from uh, is that the guy from Fight Club? That guy is. is that, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he was in Fight Club. Uh, was he the the lead? Oh no, 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 no. My bad. That guy was in Thirty Seconds to Mars or something. So, oh, oh yeah, you're yeah, thinking yeah. of yeah, you're thinking yeah. of uh, 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 Claire Danes' yeah, boyfriend exactly, and exactly uh, in my so-called my life. so-called life. Yeah, I yeah, sorry, no, I got that mixed up. But you know what's so funny is um, I'm watching this and I'm like, dude, I have seen that dude before. What have I seen that guy in? Yeah, and I'm really ashamed to say that he was in the Twilight Saga Eclipse. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so they. Know. I mean, if it's in the uh, festival circuit, then well, this one is big. Hits, well, the I, the big cash. well, the thing is, I don't know how much he got for this, but I'm sure that he got paid out the ass for Eclipse. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a, well, yeah, that's a huge hit. I mean, to get him in the movie, he didn't go, hey, look, I was in, do you know me? I'm in Eclipse. Well, no, Eclipse was after that, though. Oh. And oh. So, so this was, this was, I think this was before Eclipse and, oh, all, okay. and all that I whole thing. You. So, it, it made Jack it, nothing. Man. Exactly. So yeah. they didn't have to pay shit for this guy. Um, anyway, uh, it also starred Robin McLevy as Lola Stone, who, uh, was actually, is actually in an upcoming movie called, um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Really? She's yeah. in that? I, you know, obviously it's not out here in the theaters or anything like that yet, but I'm stoked to see it. Uh, I must admit. Um, but yeah, she was in it. And it's funny because she played the quote unquote, well, may, you know what? Maybe we don't give it away yet. Right. Maybe, maybe we, maybe we save a little bit for, uh, the, the, the nutcase. <laughs> yeah. She played a nutcase, people. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm actually excited to see her play in this. And it's funny because she, what's that girl's name? Lindsay Lohan. Did, yeah. did she not look like her except for like better, more pure? More pure. <clears throat> Yeah, and better looking. Well, it, but the thing is, she played a psycho, which is kind of how Lindsay Lohan turned out—a different kind of psycho. 
Now, Although I'll, Lindsay I'll tell Lohan you, I would have done pretty good in that room. I'll, I'll tell mean, you what. I mean, I would have been more. I probably would have <laughs> been more freaked out. Well, because you probably would thought that this was uh, based on true events. I know. <laughs> if she did that, no, but um, but I kind of got a Lindsay Lohan vibe from her. Anyways, it also starred John Brumpton as Daddy, uh, Richard Wilson as uh, Jamie, Victoria Thane as Holly, and a bunch of other people. Uh, before I begin, actually, talking about the plot, I want to say that uh, this movie actually defied my preconceptions about it. I mean, so, okay. So, you see, you know, I, I saw the trailer and I saw stuff like that, and I figured it was actually going to be some kind of, quote-unquote, clean and beautiful kids-on-parade type of horror movie. Yeah. Get, you know, like the Friday the 13th remake and stuff right, like that. Right. It's like, it's like yeah, I mean. Run yeah, around, like, we're all pals and blah, blah, blah. Well, and, and it's like, you know, you know. What, I do, what do they call it? The end of school dance or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, good times. And it's like, oh, we're, we're so beautiful. We're such cute people that it's like, how? How could we be bad? We don't know how to act, but you know we look good on the screen, type of thing. But I have to admit, man, uh, I was completely wrong. You know, and, yeah. and I was pretty excited about this one. Uh, anyways, this opens up on an empty road where Brent and his father are driving down, you know, having a good time, you know, jabbing each other about music. And hey, remember back in the day when what music was, was that tune, dude? I have yeah. you heard about the law? As soon as yeah. that came on, I was like, man, it looks good so far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that song. Well, it's funny because he, the dad was like, you know, he, he, he turns on that song and the kid's just like, oh, this is crap. Yeah. And dad's like, listen, you know, a melody never hurt anybody, brother. You know, because the kid's all into heavy metal and stuff like that. Your listen, heavy metal slit your wrist. <laughs> exactly. And the funny thing is, the kid was into some solid music, but you know, I mean, you yeah. you get that generational thing, and you argue a little bit. And it's all fun, you know. Good yeah, you can fun tell they like they like, they like each other pretty. Good. Oh yeah, they absolutely. Like, yeah. They, you could tell. You know, I mean, I obviously we dad lights the cigarette up, and he's like, "What the hell?" He's like, "Come on, you know your mama's at home. She she sneaks the occasional." Sure, and it's like you know, son, you were you were conceived in the back of this car. <laughs> you know, he's like, "Oh, sick dad, whatever." Yeah. So they're going back and forth, having a jolly old time. However, dude, um, all of a sudden, there's this bloody shirtless kid, like a teenager, walking in the middle of the road. And so Brent, who is driving, swerves to avoid the kid, you know, crashes the car, and his dad dies as a result. Yeah, they hit a tree, and yeah, you never see dad again. Nope, you don't, which is, you know, which is kind of a bummer, you know? Um, fast forward six months, it's the night of the big dance. Yep. You know, you know, it's so funny too because I mean, you see Brent, who's the, you know, who's the star of the show. You know, this kid who who's in high school or whatever they call it down in Australia. And it, it's it's uh, middle school or it it, it you yeah, know, whatever they call, it. but schooly school exactly. And you know, before where he was like bright eyed and you know looked really happy and stuff like that. All you know, you you look at him and and you can just tell that he's he's down himself. Even his skin looks a little bit gray. Yeah, he's haggard. Yeah. Long Longer hair, greasier, not really caring about himself and, as much, and just kind of really went introverted. You know? Well, just and the thing like, is, uh, is, it makes sense because, I mean, to have a relationship like that with your father and then to have that all come crashing down, I mean, yeah, shit. Driving in the car and with, rocking out. And you know, when you're that age, I mean, well, when you're any age, it's it's tough to, you know, to accept something like that. So anyway, so, you know, so, so here we have, and, and this is kind of where, honestly, when I started to get worried about, you know, what, you know, the... Uh, um, you know, this is when the kids were coming. Cause I mean, this is a serious type of subject and whatnot, you know, but 
in this movie, I think the kids did a great job, including Brent, you know, who played it pretty, pretty, um, you know, I believe that, you know, this kid was going through what he's going. We learned that he's been cutting himself later on in the movie and whatnot. Right. And it's like, you know, oh, okay, you know, I, I, I get it and I understand what that kid's going through. Anyway, so we're back at the high school. And he's talking to his friend and they're, you know, doing the high school kid thing. They're smoking the weed. Yep. You know, and it's a night of the of the big dancer talking at their their lockers and whatnot. And uh, all of a sudden this really hot goth chick walks by. <laughs> and the music. Oh yeah, it dude. just comes It's like man, and she looked good. She did look good, dude. She looked a little mean. A little mean oh, yeah. to, with the facial expression and the thing. She looked pretty mean, but man, she didn't she she was not ugly. Right out of the gate, I liked. Is his name Jamie, the chubby friend? The yeah, emo, the fr- okay. emo I, I can't remember what chubby, his name is. Chubby, I think his name's Jamie. Let's see. But yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him. Yeah, right out of the gate, awesome. dude. He's just like he pulls out the condom, saying, "Hey, you should use this right. because you know it's only going to expire in my wallet or whatever." You know, and <laughs> he was just like, you know, well, and, and exactly. I mean, we watch how many movie, how many horror movies, especially start with these high school kids that are so unlikable, and that's kind of what I was worried about. But it's like, yeah. you know, these all these kids ended up being like pretty solid and likable characters. Well, so anyways, this, this goth chick walks by and he's like, oh shit, I gotta ask this girl to the dance. So he takes off and you know, he's excited when the goth chick says yes. But this leaves Brent alone. And while Brent's alone, mm-hmm. a young lady walks up to him. Named at him. his locker. He's at, at his, his locker, locker. Still at his locker. And, you know, very timid, very insecure type of girl yeah. walks up and asks Brent to the dance. She's wearing like this, you know, you know, little pink shirt, yeah. just like really, oh. And, I, and it's funny because she insecure. Asked, she asked him to the dance, and I, and, and, you know, Brent's like, "Hey, listen, you know, I'm going with my girlfriend Holly." Yeah. And you know, he wasn't a dick about it or anything like that. He was just like, "Listen, you know, I can't remember exactly what he said, but to me, I kind of came across as I appreciate it, but." I'm going with you, you know, and, yeah. you know, and so I, I actually kind of felt a little bit heartbroken for yeah, this girl. She's, heart, she's heartbroken. But she's, you could tell, I mean, but for some reason she played it so well and she was, she walked up to this guy and she played the insecure little, yeah. you know, thing so well that I actually felt bad. You go to the dance with me and he's like, ah, oh. I yeah. mean, he was trying to be exactly. cool. He's like, I'm going with Holly. Exactly. And, you know. AKA two moles. <laughs> yeah two moles but hot tits how's that does that make you feel a little bit better? well i mean i wrote down that i was like i mean at, at that point in the movie i said mm-hmm. i i don't know how i'm feeling about two moles uh-huh. but i might go lola i well at there at the locker i was question. like because like- because you know she we'd already Hadn't we seen uh, Holly? Once? I don't. I don't. I don't know if we had or not. But here's the thing: in the beginning, um, Brent goes. He says no to, to Lola and whatever. And then they go out and they do it in the in the car. And I'm thinking to yeah. myself, eh, she's kind of. She, I don't. And, know. and he's saying to her, "Someone asked me to the dance." Right. And the whole breakdown to Bonin in the car is, right. "Tell me who it was." Right. And she's going, 
uh, he's saying, uh, I need more than that. Right. I'm not going to tell you. I don't think he ever does tell her. No, he does. He actually does tell her when he drops her. Oh, when she right. drops him. But the thing is, is it's like at that point, I did. You didn't really get to know Holly enough. Was it Holly? I just want to make sure. Yeah, it's, her name's Holly. Like, Two balls like, is Holly. Yeah, and he's just like at that point, I'm like, I don't know if I like Holly very much. It's not that she's so bad, but I feel so bad for this Lola girl who actually watches them have sex in the car and and, yeah. and she just looks devastated, dude. Yeah, and it's she's just. Like, pretty broken and so i felt it. pretty bad for her even though i'd seen the poster and i knew what was about to happen but anyway so in essence whatever what what, what happens is you know the holly's holly drives brent home drops him off brent tells him hey listen uh, lola asked lola stone asked me to the dance or whatever uh thankfully it turns out that holly actually turns out to be a pretty solid you know normal good person yeah. type of deal but it, like i said in the beginning we didn't know about that um we actually get to know Brent a little bit, you know, after the, 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 the section that, that follows this part. Um, you know, we, we kind of find out that Holly's okay. She's a sweet girl. Uh, we see his mother who's still mourning the loss of her husband and is still freaked out about Holly driving. Yeah. You know, and stuff there was like that, that, that whole big thing about like, did you know that when, when they, like when they were driving back after they had sex in the car, uh-huh. He's driving the car and then she scoots over. Oh yeah. After she lets Is him that out. Right? Okay. And it's like this whole big thing with driving cars and I'll call you a cab. Right. And you don't have to, you know. Well, I mean, the thing is, is I mean, I don't Did blame you tell your mom. mom that I just got my license? It's and a I'm big like, deal what? because it's like, you know, and also, I mean, there's this whole dynamic where, you know, we, we don't know if Brent's mom blames Brent for, for, for or, her, his father's death. Because or he, maybe let's, let's, I mean, I'm throwing this out just coming at me right now, but mm-hmm. dad's, have you heard about that? And he's letting him get behind right. the wheel to drive the car, and he's having a cig. Sure. And because you notice he's gripping that wheel he, in yeah, the beginning scene, yeah. uh-huh. so maybe that was like the, well, you know, what well, you you were driving the car, absolutely. Dad's dead, and he was giving you the test drive. Like, come on, son, you're, you're sure you're almost ready to drive. All I know is is that for one reason or another. He, I mean, and, and I can't really blame her, you know, understandably, his mother is still really kind of worried, mourning the father's death yeah. and worried about, you know, these kids behind the car. And I can't say I blame her, you know, and she's actually turned into a wreck. I mean, all she really does, she looks depressed, she's smoking and drinking and doing, that's all she does, yeah. hangs out in the house and whatever, at least that's all we see her do. Um, anyway, uh, Brent spends a lot of time escaping into his music. Um, you know, into, you know, his weed, you know, and we find out, like I said, that he's a cutter. Um, kid actually listens to some pretty solid metal. I mean, he dug Metallica. He had the kill, kill them all poster and the master of puppets master t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah. You know, so at least I it was, was liking that. at least it was uh good Metallica, right? Although it was a fake. Master, oh, is that right? Master of puppets. Yeah. Is that right? It was. Yeah. It's guaranteed. Listen, like, rip he, he probably bought me. that at a concert. By one of those guys that's selling T-shirts outside the concert. Okay, or he went you to the swap meet. Sure, the Koreans sell those. <laughs> All you want, I am made in number of the beast. There you go. Right. And it's like, wait a minute, these songs aren't jiving up with the way they're on the date. What the hell? Well, either way, he's wearing one of those shirts. But the thing is, is I mean, we hear what he's listening to, and it's some pretty solid stuff. I think. I mean. 
Um, anyway, so there, there's a part where he kind of goes out and, and he has a little bit of a confrontation with his mom. You know, nothing serious, but enough to say, to make him want to spend some alone time. And he yeah. goes out and, and it kind of goes through this whole situation where it's like he's climbing up this, you know, this part by his house where he's climbing up this cliff that's dangerous. And it almost like looks like he doesn't care anymore, you know? Yeah, and, I and thought it, he was going to some like secret cave to just. Yeah. Bang. Well, and, and the thing is, is I'm sitting here watching this, thinking to myself, you know, I, you know, he, this is a, this is a sad kid. I mean, and, and he really played it really well. I mean, I don't care if the kid was an eclipse. I think he did a great well, job. He was like stomping through those woods. Yeah. And then when it came to that cliff wall, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. If uh-huh. I'm pissed off at mom and I'm rocking that iPhone, <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen to heavy metal. Uh huh. Dude, I'm not gonna climb that wall. I'm not. Gonna I'm following the dog. Sure, that dog went up. He's like right up at the top, right, straight up that wall. But the thing is, is I think that him climbing up there and kind of being a little bit, getting himself into a precarious situation where hanging off the cliff and leaning back where the music's pumping, it just kind of. I think it kind of illustrated the fact that maybe he was contemplating letting go. Yeah, you know that scene. Yeah, yeah. So he looked like he was just gonna go. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you, you just did the, the visual, let your, you know, let go of the rocks and fall yeah, backwards yeah. and, you know, in a blaze of glory type thing. Yeah. Thankfully, he gets up to the top. He, um, you know, and he kind of sits there. He's smoking his weed. Smoke a J. And he's just kind of laying there by himself, contemplating whatever. And he, but the problem is, 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 uh, we find out he gets abducted. Yep. And his dog gets stabbed for, we find that later, but that sucks balls. Okay. Yeah. Who stabs a yeah, fucking dog? Yeah, Anyhow, so um, he basically wakes up tied to a chair that's bolted to the floor at a table in a tuxedo, uh, you know, in this room, like this dining room where there's a mirror ball running and the room is decorated like a party. Um, there's some dinner guests. Let me explain the dinner guests. Mm-hmm. We have Lola, the Lola Stone, the girl who asked him to the party earlier, Lola's father, and a person who they refer to as Bright, Bright Eyes. Eyes. And uh, basically, Bright Eyes has a giant hole in the front of her forehead. She's kind of older looking, yeah, gray, yeah. grayish hair. And, and just, just out there. Like, yeah, it's like she smoked 85 joints. Or, She's just, or it's almost like she got a lobotomy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which she actually ended up, we find out, she did get a lobotomy. I know, I was looking at that going, she got that big old scab. <laughs> but that's the beauty of a horror movie. She go, you always find out what the scab is. Oh, oh dude. Well, you know, and it's so funny because it's like, here's this girl who, you know, Lola, who you've seen one time, a couple times, you know, a couple times, but she just seems so heartbroken okay. or whatever. Okay. Now, okay, go ahead. I, I'm not cutting before. I'm sure. cutting. I'm cutting. Right. Okay. We uh-huh. got, we see bright eyes or whatever. Uh-huh. So dad goes up to the, the room uh-huh. and that song, am I not pretty oh enough? My gosh. Oh, yes. Over and over again. Yes. Am I not pretty enough? Am I enough? not pretty enough? Oh my God. Let me tell you something about, okay, just real quick. We that have, sets you up for something, right? <laughs> he's, he's there in the chair or yep. whatever, in the tuxedo. Uh-huh. Tied up. She's in the bound. room. Lola's in the room and she's listening to, and I'm not pretty enough. So, so here's the deal. We end up finding out that Lola apparently is psycho and that her dad is psycho to the point where he will do anything to make Lola happy, regardless of what it is. And, and now we come back to that song. Like silly little girl pop like that 
if you're not psycho before you started listening to that shit, Ugh. you're psycho after listening to that shit for all. Because that song w- went over and over throughout the movie. And she, that was her favorite too. And you heard it, uh, you know, I don't know, 10 times during yeah. the thing. And you know what? I have, to, I, I have a, a real life illustration of how that kind of, um, girly pop turns you into a psycho. Okay. Robert, our best. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, oh, snap. I, I can just see Robert Arbest. I write those crazy books. I can just see Robert Arbest sitting alone when his wife's at work or whatever, yeah. cutting himself and, and crying into the mirror, <laughs> tucking <laughs> his dick in between his legs. <laughs> Am I not pretty enough? Dude, that one line kept coming up oh. all the time. And then, and, that's and, a so worse. The guy's downstairs. He's into a chair in a in a tuxedo and daddy brought her up a, a nice prom dress to wear and doesn't leave the room to while she goes let me see how it would show me what you think it looks like <laughs> and he she just strips down oh yeah dude well okay so i was waiting for the Daddy, will you come zip up the last bit? You know, when she was like really working that. But, uh, well, oh, well, here's the thing. The point, but. Right now, at this point, who, we are introduced to all sorts of psychoness. Yeah. Um, we find out that um, uh, basically Lola um, has is a little bit off in the head and actually has scrapbooks of all these dudes who she thought was her quote unquote prince charming yeah and who she and she, who she had her dad or, or whoever still take her there and kind of i don't know try out or something like that be you know be on the chopping block to see if if you know to to test is them this your prince charming dear exactly and her and it's funny because and i think this is one of the great things of the movie the, the father was just this plain older guy and he's sitting here, you know, and, and like you said, I mean, he's just doing everything his daughter said. He sits around and he, you know, even when she strips and says, Oh, let me try this thing on. He, in his mind, I think he can still tell the difference between right and wrong. Yeah. Because of his facial expressions and his like, kind of like, Ooh, you know, I don't. But he'd get right down there in the nitty gritty and give her instructions on things. He would do anything and, to make her happy. Uh, yeah. And she treated him pretty shitty pretty too. I shitty. Mean, just you know just like but i was thinking this too when i'm watching i'm like but what how does that begin oh, oh yeah because that's because a good question you've got to be a creepy bastard to get the daughter to start being a creepy bastard well no no, no. here i mean and i don't want to get I don't, I don't know but here's kind of what i thought it's kind of like this is the father who loved who who, who loved her daughter so much that he thought that the only way that she would love him back is to do everything she wanted. And throughout yeah. years and years of giving her everything she wanted, regarding, and it got okay. progressively more that. psycho, yeah. more psycho, to the point where they bring guys in tuxedos, tie them to the thing, and yeah. nail their balls to a freaking chair. Let me chair. ask you this. Okay. When he was banging with the hammer, was, was he nailing his seat, uh, his feet to the floor? No, dude. Oh, oh, yeah, he did that. He did that with a knife eventually. But that there, there's one scene where where they're sitting there talking about, it. and of course Brent's not cooperating because he's not there of his own volition and and right. whatever. And it's like, listen, if you don't do this, then uh, he, she says something like, "Daddy, get the hammer." Yeah, and just like really sweet, like, and of course Dad does. Oh, and the nail, you know, yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna nail his schlong. Oh yeah, because she goes, "Do you got to go pee?" Oh yeah, yeah. Number yeah. one is it ones or twos? <laughs> Are you telling porky pies? 
And dude, when she drinks that glass of milk, and goes, <sighs> oh dude, and then who has get, milk at dinner? She gets down there. I, I wrote that down, dude. Let me let me ask you no. this. Okay, let's hear. It. Okay, chicken. Okay, what are you drinking with chicken? Not milk. I'll tell you that I, right now. <laughs> what are you drinking? I mean, what what does what does Mike Cadaver drink? It. You guys are having a bucket of chicken. Apple what, juice. Apple juice. That's what I have with every dinner. That's not bad. I love apple juice. That's not bad. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was going to go with anything but milk. Oh, dude, milk. Yeah, I agree. And the I'm thing like is, 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 is it made it a little bit grosser because you see her on her lips and you know and stuff like that. We t- we find out that this girl is psycho that will do whatever she 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 can do to get what she wants, and not only that, but she'll have her dad, you know, make it possible for her. Yeah. She she's... and the thing is, is it's funny because you know, I mean, there's a couple of parts where you know they're they're kind of at the same time they're mocking him, saying you know all sorts of weird stuff, and I'm like, holy shit, have they done this before? Turns out she Turns has a whole scrapbook of people who were kind of the Prince Charming uh, wannabe, or not wannabes, but like like eligibles. Basically, guys who she thought may or may you know may have been the Prince Charming, but none of them were. Right. Um. At this, you know, at this point, we get into kind of a torturous type of deal where it's like she starts torturing him and and really. Um. But but here's the thing, and I got a little bit worried that it was just gonna. In fact, at 40 minutes into the movie, I'm sitting there watching this going, this moved really fast. Here he is in this chair. Right. And they're starting to torture him. It's only 40 minutes into it out of an hour and 24 movie. Is this going to turn into like an elite hunting room where all they do is we watch torture for an hour? Yeah. Or whatever. And I, I, I got a little bit worried about that. However, uh, well, first of all, there's a difference, um, that, you know, uh, than, than just the torture porn. Um, it's not just for the fact of, oh, I want to torture you, um, you know, because of the power or whatever. I think this is actually a really deep-seated psychological, you know, wanting to find acceptance type yeah. of deal. And it got really weird, but it never got to the point of, you know, oh, let's show. I mean, there's a lot of sh- bad shit that happened to him. Yeah, But it never lot. got the, hey, let's, you know, let's just show this to show it and shock the um, the, it was the, the pretty people. intense all the way through. It was. I mean, it was. It was never like, all right, we got it. You were kind of going, "What the hell are they going to do to him next?" Yeah, and and and, and, and by it, the way, it yeah. was like a complete flip because we talk about exploitation films. We talk about this. It always seems to be the woman that's getting the, uh, absolutely the, the brutal end of it. And here is this, you know, this young kid. I, I miles from home. Absolutely. Not very many miles from home, but he's just, oh, you're in shit. Exactly. Well, they're far enough away that, that it's not like anybody could hear him screaming next right. door. Um, you know, and so I mean, it's funny because, I mean, it, the, it, I just don't think that the torture came from the same place like in, in Hostel where, you know, he would, she would show him his scrapbooks and she would want to gain this guy's acceptance, Brent's acceptance, but when he wouldn't give it, you know, he, daddy, right. I need you to do something here, yeah. you know, and, and all this stuff. And, it, you know, it got pretty brutal. And I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, and, and like you were saying, I mean, we got, we got stuff nailed to, you know, to the chair. We got, we got, feet you know after an escape attempt we got feet knived you know to the floor and you know what i'm not even going to even slightly bring up one of the most disturbing parts of it because i think it'll be better if everyone just kind of goes around it but but 
just that one scene, and I think I know. I think you know what I'm talking about. Okay. And when the tea steamer goes off. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! Oh dude! Of course, that's dude. brutal. Uh, you know, it's just like wow, that's creativity. Well, and not only that, it's just—I mean, it's like—it's funny. Oh, I—I I can't. It's hard for me to come up with a way to talk about that without spoiling it. So I think maybe we, what we ought to do is just kind of cut it there. That's just beauty, dude. But that's like wow. That's that's almost a golf clap. You know? <laughs> wow, you know. And the thing is, is this. For not one moment when all this stuff was going on, did I ever think to myself, wow, they're just showing torture to show torture, to shock people. Yeah, it's shocking, sure. But the thing is, is it goes along with this whole thing. It seems like there's a bigger, um, you know, scheme of things as far as this movie's concerned than it was with like Hostel, which don't get me wrong. I liked Hostel. Don't, I mean, I'm not trying to right. say I'm too good for it. I don't mind gore for gore's sake. I don't mind watching, you know, a guy get tortured to shock. But the thing is, is this was something more than that. It was, more about a psychosis and more about their family dynamics with the father and the daughter. I thought the dad was pretty creepy. Oh, well, sure. Just, just on his own. I mean, just the way he acted in it. And it wasn't like that he was overbearingly. He, it was just, you know, she laid the hammer down and he was there to do it. But Absolutely. there was a creepy bit about him that said, you know what? I probably got into some weird shit when I was a kid too. And now <laughs> I've be. got kids and I mean there was just something about him. Well, and I mean let's not even bring up the fact that there's probably some kind of weird electric complex going on and you know some kind of some kind of weird relationship that maybe is inappropriate between well, the I mean, father and the Well, I mean let's talk the about their house. Okay. The floor. I mean the the sixteen year old daughter that goes to school doesn't build a contraption like that. No, on the floor. without a doubt, without a doubt. Dad is like a dungeon. Yeah. Listen, I don't want to give too much away because I think this is actually coming out to theaters and probably to video on demand real quick. Um, however, um, while all this is going on, by the way, we you know we keep visiting uh, um, the goth girl and Chubby. In, in, in Chubby. I love it. You know what's so funny is is you know and you can tell also with this goth girl and stuff. Who, by the way, did we mention she's not ugly? But um, you know she's she really feels like there's some it just really feels like there's something going on with her that we don't get that she's angry yeah. she won't even talk to the dude who's taking her to the dance you know there's and just, that was the one of my favorite parts is when he shows up and he's like in this shitty suit right and he's got the tuxedo shirt underneath the shitty <laughs> suit. he's like this emo core chubby right, kid right but dude, I like him from the get go. Oh, me too. The dude. minute the movie started, but when he, you know, he walks up, she's all gothed out in black or whatever, mm -hmm. and he, you know, has the roses, and the the parents want to take the picture, and he's uh -huh. like, "Well, I tried to find these roses in black, but right." In joke, <laughs> he's yeah. trying to make friends with the dad. He's just a weed smoking good time dude. It you was know, like, but I liked him. It's funny because with this girl, you could tell that there was a. I don't know. When I walked her, I'm like, "What is her problem?" You know, meaning why is she being so distant? Whatever, she's and, gothic. And, That's well, what they do. They go sure, Ugh. okay. But you know, I've met a lot of gothic uh, people who you, dress Mom. like gothic, I hate you, who are really cool, who 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 are really just like, you know, I do this because I this is how I feel, whatever. But I don't hate everything and everyone. You know, you know, I've met I've met plenty of people like that. You know, yeah. But well, the thing is, is she really. She really seemed like she had a chip on her shoulder, and even she said yes to go to the dance. She him, she so. did, but she fun. also exhibited a lot of like self destructive behavior. Oh yeah, like like just chugging like whiskey or whatever or, or yeah. vodka or yeah, whatever that was. was just that chugging, and that guy was just like, "Whoa, <laughs> keep it going." 
You know, you know, he's like, they're sitting in the car and smoking yeah, weed, yeah. and she's pounding that ball. He's just like, I might actually get me some. You know what's so funny about that? He actually, okay, spoiler, he does get some. Okay, yeah. you know what the funniest thing about that is? Is I mean, we it's funny because it goes back and forth, and every once in a while we're reminded of what's going on at this year end dance and whatever. And there was one part where they're dancing and she's grabbing on a schlong and stuff right in the middle of the dance floor. And so the principal walks up, Hey, you need to get out of here. Yeah. So they go to the car and they start doing it in the car. And, uh, you know, the principal, of course, walks up, knocks on the window. The dude, of course, when, when that happens, you freak out, right? Yeah. The dude's first, like, re- reaction oh, was shit, I don't to, remember that. to grab the shirt. To grab a shirt and to cover his own man boobs up, oh. as opposed to like covering oh, I his girl. Re- I didn't see oh, that. Oh, dude, I started laughing so hard, man. Oh, dude. I was just like, what kind of a dick? You know, they cut that scene too because like the dad's outside, that creepy dad's outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So right when they cut to that, you're thinking, is that creepy oh, yeah, guy yeah. out there? And that's right. the principal going. You know, when I, mean, I said oh, leave, yeah. I meant. Off school property. Exactly. And I, I just thought it was so funny because, you know, being a chubby guy myself, I'd want to cover up my, my man boobs real oh, quick, you know? Oh man, dude, she was hot. <laughs> she was just like, dude, his, I think it's safe to say his master plan worked perfectly. Perfectly, dude. You know, you know, it's so funny is, is while I was watching this, I'm like, well, how is this going to relate? You know, we, we also get into this, you know, side story of this cop who happened to be the goth girl's dad, right, you know, was right, looking, yeah. was looking for the, Help, was yeah. looking for Brent, you know, and, and they knew the, they knew Brent's and you see mom Holly and, and, yeah. and they're talking and absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, how is all this going to relate? Well, it ended up like being intertwining perfectly. Right. You know, and it's like at the end, I'm like, I get why she has that chip on her shoulder. I understand why she has that disdain Damn, for her parents. Yeah. I get it. This this actually makes a lot of sense. And this, to me, the, you know, we we talk about a lot of exploitation flicks, you know, on this film or on this podcast. But the thing is, I don't really feel like this film was necessarily an exploitation flick um, because everything that happened happened for a reason. Right. And. It fit, it all fit together so nicely. And like I said, I mean, I don't want to give away too many spoilers. Um, but the puzzle of the story kind of all fit, you know, why she was so angry, why the cop was so desperate to find Brent. Um, so, you know, to, to move on to, and what happened to the rest of the movie without spoilers, there was some, uh, um, electro, like I mentioned, electric complex and some other inappropriate family dynamics with uh-huh. Lola and stuff like that. Um, some wickedly psychotic lines. I mean, like I said, get that, bring the hammer, daddy, and the nail. Yeah. You know? And, uh, it's crying. I better kiss it better. Oh, you know, yeah, stuff like dude, that was, it just like, it was like, wow. I'm telling you, dude, when she pounds the number ones and number twos, and, and then she just grabs that glass of milk and drinks it, and then goes, yeah, and be, to make room for him to go one. Yeah, season. and then she puts the cup down there so he can piss. And I, I gotta tell you, dude, that I mean that all this stuff. I mean, I cannot believe how good of a job Lola did, Brent did her. You know, everybody in this movie um, totally overcame my expectations of what um, my, my basically my preconceived notions of what this movie was going to be about, how these actors were going to do. I really was like, there was a few times in the movie I was like, wow. In fact, in my, in my notes that I write down as I'm watching this, there's a couple, I, I noticed I was putting together my notes today and I just noticed that there was, I would say like, I wouldn't, I would write down the kind of a, you know, description of the part and then just under it put, 
wow. <laughs> you yeah. Know? You know, in a couple. They were of all real. I mean, uh, it, absolutely. They all seemed like you know. I, I it's it's hard when you watch a movie, and you're just I'm not buying you, dude. Right, exactly. I just don't. I never buy got you. that, dude. And yeah, they were the, the the characters they were playing. That's good acting to me. I totally if I'm not thinking about how horrible you are. Right, you're a good actor. I I totally agree. It's with pretty you. much cut and dry, just and like that. I was actually starting to like really resent these people who were the like Lola and her father and stuff like that. And it, I found myself resenting them, and I'm like, dude, this is just a movie. Relax, <laughs> you know, yeah. type of thing. Um. Anyway, so like I said, uh, let me just throw out some keywords for the rest of the movie without giving away any spoilers. Right. Dungeon. Yep. Roadkill Mills. Yeah. Um, the smoking drill bit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one of my wow moments. Yeah. Um, that was pretty fucking whoa. Yeah. Scrapbook of pain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one. What? Fork. Oh shit, dude. Yes. This is how I make my paintings. Yes. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. That, yeah, that fits right. I was in. thinking, what would I use? Well, that's for I mean, being as had. obscure as possible. Hmm. What would I use? Would I use a fork? Can I use any cutlery? I, I don't know. What do I have at my disposal? Fork seems. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, fork. It's more like a paintbrush. You got to admit. Yeah. Well, oh, and, yeah. Oh, I, you know, I can't, I can't disagree with you. you know, know. I, and salt. And salt with that whole deal. Is that too. what it was? Yeah. Okay. That, oh my gosh, that would kill. Um, intense escape attempts, uh, body mound used for escape. Okay. Yeah. And that, you know, like I said, I know, I, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers away or anything like that, but there you go. Um, all in all, like I said, I think these young actors, you know, I guess everyone in here, but I was especially wary of the young actors, but they all, they did a great freaking job, dude. Um, I cared about the kids who you're supposed to care about. I love, you know, even the ones you're not supposed to care about, I cared for until they showed their true colors. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I, I liked, uh, Chubby. Chubby Emo. Oh, I loved him, dude. If, if his name's Chubby Emo on the Twitter, I might add him as a friend. <laughs> you might follow him. I might follow him. <laughs> Chubby Emo. Hey, I, I, they were all believable. It was a pretty damn solid. I'm, I'm like, this is the kind of movie where I saw Robin, what was her name? Robin Levy? Mick Levy, who played uh, Lola. She played an awesome, innocent girl slash psycho. She is somebody to, I mean, and I'm I would not never say this like I'm a Robert Ebert or anything or whatever Siskel his name is. Sure. I don't know, or whatever. I'm just saying that is a girl that I could see popping up in more and no. more and more. And, and, and more hopefully, movies. and hopefully she does a great job. Uh, hopefully she, her, her uh, career blossoms after this Abraham Lincoln vampire killer thing because that's a pretty big yeah. deal. Two you know? moles. Uh, two moles. Well, well, the thing is, is two moles didn't, her, 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 uh, I, you know, I looked up stuff that she'd also been in, and there's really nothing of note that I'd seen or whatever. She has beautiful but the thing breasts, is, though. She, oh, yes, she does. The thing is, though, is her role wasn't really nearly as demanding as Lola's and Brent's right, and, right. you know, in some of the more main characters. Um, anyway, uh, let me ask you, is it just me or is in every Australian flick, is there some girl named Carla? Because it's like, who was Carla? Carla. I don't know, but they, they, they. Hey, Carla! Car- Carla's like the perfect name to say in an Australian accent. Carla! Just, just thought I'd say that. 
Uh, the father was outstanding. Yeah. Um, it was, oh, he was just so weird. And he really spoke to you, not with his words or really his actions, what, cause what he did for his daughter, but with his like facial expressions and whatnot, how you could yeah. tell that there was, there was some kind of was conscience going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was, he was definitely he knew what back was going on. Yeah. And, oh man, it was, it was just, I mean, it was pretty okay, The scene I'm not going to talk about. Uh-huh. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. But there was a scene. Right? And okay. You know what I'm talking about where they're dancing together? Oh, dude, yes. And I you, I know exactly that the is the scene where I went, this guy's totally conflicted on what's I what's good and absolutely good and wrong. agree with you. In right, fact, that wrong was in the other words. That was one of the most you know, I mean, that was one of the most disturbing scenes to me because of where he almost went. Yeah. You know, and I don't and like I said, I mean it I mean you it, it wasn't the torture part of it. It wasn't yeah, like you any have of this no going, idea, but just saying. And that, just, that's yeah. where I saw the conflict right there because he was, you know, he was just completely going, yes and no. What it, the exactly, hell am I doing? Exactly. There was all sorts of little. I, I think that the guys who put this together were very detail oriented. They there was a couple of places where I was like, oh shit, you you know, you know what's the deal? They're they're seeing there were there were actually a couple of things that bothered me with this movie, um, you know. But aside from those two, and I ha- I have to admit they were kind of big things. Um, okay, so okay, so okay, okay. I th- I've got one big one. Okay, but why don't you a- go ahead? Why don't you go? Ahead? I want to know. Okay, the one that got away. Okay. The guy that caused the entire car wreck from the very in the, beginning. In the very beginning. Right. That's one of my problems. Beca- so where did he go? And why wasn't everyone going, Hey, we just found this wandering Yeah, it's not it's not necessarily where did he go, but it's like why did why wasn't uh why didn't Brent make more of a fuss about it and why weren't people, you know, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I had to swerve out of the way because this guy was in the middle right. of the road. Why didn't that become something? I realized being disturbed because your dad just died and whatnot, but that should have come up somewhere, right? Yeah, maybe he just wandered off into the... And, you know, and died because he wasn't in very good shape or anything like no, that. By by no means. I'm <laughs> sure the guy was, like, literally well, in his last... One way or the other, he was... He was he was doomed to either be dead or to be a walking zombie for the rest of his life because of what happened to him. Right. The second thing I had a problem with is, you know, they, they took Brent. They, they took him. They, they, they undressed. I, I assume they undressed him, put him in the tux when they, right. when they put him down. But he still had his um, razor, razor blade, blade, razor yeah. blade necklace on. And it's like, yeah. you think they would get rid of that. However, outside of those two things, I thought it was really clever how they tied up all these loose ends, um, you know, stuff like that. But... Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, really enjoyed this movie. I really, there, I, I don't really have much else to say about it. I think it's pretty obvious that I, you know, that I enjoyed the movie going through. I say give this one a buy. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know exactly where it's going to be released or how it's going to be available, you know, here in the U.S., but uh, I say once it is, get on that shit. I think it's interesting. I, I had no idea that it was like doing the festival circuits yeah. and uh-huh. all of that. So that's, that's it's been really doing it cool. for three years or something. Oh, wow. And I think actually there's a story. Oh, man, I just read it. It's getting Isn't some Isn't that kind the of reason why you do the festival circuits is to find a distributor to pick yeah, up your movie? Absolutely. I mean, that, if it's a lot of times. it's been three yes. years and it's still hanging, but I don't understand the that. The thing is, is I, you know, and, and, and it's like, well, Especially movie, with half the horse shit that you can get on DVD. Oh, Absolutely. You know, that's a great point because it's like, yeah, this has been doing the festival circuit for three years and it hasn't been, I think it's been released in the UK and Australia, but not here. 
So the deal is, is it's like, well, what are we waiting for? I think this has actually got a a theatrical run. I assume it's going to be obviously a smaller one. Yeah. For a movie that's three years old, and you know, a lot of people have already seen in the you know in the festival circuit and whatnot. But man, I really enjoyed this. The ending was disturbing. There was a lot of intense parts. They, you know, a lot of times, you know, people criticize horror movies for just relying on the gore and whatever, and you know, not the suspense and you know stuff like that. And, you know, to make a good movie. But I think that this wasn't an example of that. I think that there was plenty of suspense, you know, plenty of like, I and, totally like I agree. said, wow. I, I wrote down the words, wow, you know, two or three times as I'm writing my notes. Right. I, I I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I say it's a buy. I, I give it a buy too. Um, the only thing that stops it from a bone are those two things that we brought up. I mean, it's like if somebody would have got on, well, what the shit's wrong with this kid who's walking, who's all bloody walking in the middle of the street. You know, yeah, I think that's and, a pretty obvious misstep. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm missing something, but I don't think I am. I, I mean, mean, and the, and the razor blade necklace was yeah. kind of a, like a, an important little yeah, piece he, there. Cause he in, used that to section. escape, yeah. to cut the rope and stuff like that too. If it weren't for those two obvious things, and listen, I'm not one of those guys who sits there and watches a movie and tries to nitpick it and, oh, well, this is the, you know, I don't, right. I really, well, don't, I actually you love the saw. Movies. Oh, we do. And I'm sure, you know, I mean, and I've, I've heard plenty of people go, this, 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 that, that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, it's like, I, I sit back and I let it wash Shut over up. me. I enjoy it, you know? Yeah. But when it's something that obvious, I have a hard time. And honestly, I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. Um, Especially when Lola was gone. Oh, he was the one that got away. And exactly. Go, ah, okay, that was the kid that they wrecked the car. Well, what happened with him? What oh, yeah. the hell happened to him? Because yeah, they made someone kind of a had big a, deal about him. Yeah, they in had fact, to, he became a huge uh-huh. part of the movie to to tie up all the how right. things relate to each other and whatnot. And we'll see, you know you got to go see it to you know to figure out exactly what's going on. But but I but despite those things, I enjoyed it. I was really surprised at how well all the actors did, especially the younger ones. Uh, who d- they did a great job in this movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, I guess there you go. That's yeah, it. I enjoyed it too. It's a buy. Buy for me too. So there you go. Go out, get it, watch it, do what you can. It's. Um, I think it's a lot more than. And uh, if Holly Two Moles um, is on Twitter and ever wants to date <laughs> me, I'll overlook the moles. Well, you know, she may have a couple of giant moles on her face, but she's got a couple of nice other she's got a assets. couple of other big moles that i like to <laughs> i like to put my little mole face down there on a, yeah she she's beautiful it's just the, they threw me off i was thinking lemmy yeah lemmy a little absolutely. bit a little bit like, dude do you know what we forgot to do what we forgot to uh give out the the question of the episode because oh. i had to hurry i had to hurry off and uh use Take the pee-pee. use the facilities Weenie Pooh had to go pee pee. So let me let me do that now. What do you okay, say that? Because yes. we're we're about done. Maybe you have anything else to say? No, or are we about no, done with that? No. Okay. So here's the new question of the episode. Um, okay. So let's say the zombie apocalypse or some other wild disaster happens, and you only had enough room in your car or whatever for um, you know a small set of movies in your collection. And don't worry where you're going has a DVD player or whatever, and you can you know let's not worry about the details, folks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't get too nerd okay. on it. Don't don't be like, well, is there going to be electricity in a zombie apocalypse? Don't don't worry about that stuff. Okay. Um, basically, here's the question: um, You have, let's say, you have enough room for one era, a ten year period of movies to take with you, and I'm not talking like an '80s or '70s. I'm talking like a ten years, ten consecutive years of like if it goes to '85 to '95. Okay. okay that that kind okay. that those ten years. What 10 years of movies are you going to take with you? 
There you go. That's Can your, you put a limit on it, like to era? I mean, because we might get calls where it's like, I have 45 movies within this era, and let me <laughs> name them all off. Well, no, no. well, you don't need to necessarily name off all the movies, but tell me what per- what 10-year period. Oh, okay. So you're just looking for period, the... And give us the highlights of why you chose that period, why you chose the beginning period. Oh, and the period. nice. I How's like it? that better. Okay, okay yeah, so yeah. you're just talking about not so much the <clears throat> movies, but just, I would go 93 to 2003. Exactly. And here's why. Exactly. Okay. And, oh, and tell like me that. what you'd start with, maybe, and, and, why, you know, and why you started there and why you why you chose 83 as opposed to 82 or 80s or whatever like that what go ahead and call that in uh you can hit us up on the speak pipe which is on uh, corpsecollective.com or you can call the voicemail line which is 206-339-2730 that number is 206-339-2730 and hopefully it's all can we hear bone phone one more time and then say (sighs) see you we can't i turn it off i turn it off sorry man um, but also, one thing going on. We still have the limerick contest, the dirty limerick contest going on. Yeah, uh, so get them e- in. Email me, mike at corpsecollective.com. I'm going to share them with Shane. Don't worry, Shane. I'll get to a, get a check these things out, too. Um, just send in a dirty limerick that has to do with corpse cast, anything, that, any of the movies we've talked about. You know, just kind of something to do with that. And uh, the best one will Are get... Are you working on one? Well, no, because if I won, I, I can't win, dude. We need people. I'm not saying you're going to win. You can't win. Right. I'm just saying, but come on. Maybe I haven't, but maybe I will. Maybe, maybe I will. But, uh, I haven't done it either, but I'm thinking, all right, if you do one, I'll do one. Let's do one. Sure. Why not? Just for the hell of it. Why not, dude? So send those in. Email them into MikeyCorpseCollective.com. Basically, uh, once we get 20 of them, we're going to send them over to Brian. We're going to have him choose the top three and the winner gets their choice of t-shirt from the Corpse Cast store. How many we got so far? A handful. Five, six, yeah. Okay, six, seven, eight. Five, six. Five, six. Something like that. So, yeah, you got plenty of time. Send them on in. Sweet. And uh, other than that, man, I got nothing else. Go get the loved ones. Go get the 69 eyes, man. It's been a pretty solid episode as far as what we're covering today. I'm feeling pretty hefty on it. Sweet, dude. I'm feeling full. Are you feeling full? I'm feeling stuffed. (laughs) You got to piss? I got to piss, too. All right, so with that, we will... We will end this episode and say we will catch you guys later. See ya. Oh,